Welcome back to the Rick and Bubba Show, coming to you live from the EIB building in downtown New York City. Now, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. We thank you for being with us today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here. Wednesday Bible study back today, noon on our YouTube channel, Central Time, live archive soon we'll finish uh, the final session on uh, what has been a very provocative study the unsaved christian welcome back for brand new hour there he is ladies and gentlemen bill bubba Bus. the rick and bubba well, show is a federally protected trademark <laughs> all right we just thought you'd want to know thank you ken all rights reserved yeah, you know, great that, news yeah. for everybody and uh, a warning for those at trade day with uh, t-shirts i always feel bad for the people at trade day and we played that trademark thing because you know they've got their you know their their rick and bubba shirts that they of course have hijacked us and they're they're selling without our <laughs> it's stolen yeah, they're, they're, yeah that uh, well that's all right i mean you know, it's it's they're out look there. if you got a puppy and you'll trade we might talk you know? right you, you never know uh, and uh our trade day's still going because at one time we were told they were rick i have a feeling trade days are in full bloom they haven't checked up and there's not a mask to be found <laughs> if i just had to guess Bubba, it's time for uh, another oh, check-in on the on Buffalo now. Wild Wings, Rick and Bubba Charity Charge. Here we go. Crank them up. Crank them up. Here we go. These are opportunities for those of you in the Rick and Bubba audience um, out of the participating locations of Buffalo Wild Wings, the ones with Tim Spencer and the gang. Uh, you go out, you eat their delicious food, 10% of the food sales have been going to um, some outstanding charities and ministries. And today, that tradition, Bubba, will continue. Uh, Tim Spencer is with us. Tim, welcome back to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you, buddy? Good, guys. Thanks for having us. Uh, look, uh, I, I, give us an update right now. If I'm wanting to go to a participating uh, location of Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, I know we're, we're in pandemic mode, but uh, Bubba and I know because we've you know been there and been doing what Speedy talked about. You visited. You guys are doing dine-in with all the with all the distancing, but also doing uh, takeout as well. Is, is there anything else we need to know right now? Uh, no, just please come on by. I mean, I actually saw Speedy in there just the other day, so it's uh we're we're fifty percent capacity, but but we're uh we're we're hanging in there, and we're uh we're open for business, and we're hoping there's going to be a little college football. It doesn't matter if it's just the SEC and the NFL. It doesn't matter to me, but mm-hmm. uh. Hopefully we're gonna have it and we're open. Well, you, I, you know, every time I see Tim Rick, I panic because I think he's in one of our offices. His background looks exactly like our office. It is it? like he could be sitting in my office, doesn't <laughs> and you're it yours does. too. It does. Uh, well, I Tim, was, we're glad you're doing good. I got excited because I, I saw that Joe Biden said he'd eaten at one of your locations, but then I realized you probably lied. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, that, that or he <laughs> forgot he came. <laughs> so I thought, well, uh, who, you can't do that. All right. So uh, here, here, here's what we enjoy. We enjoy this moment. Uh, back on uh, J- July the, the 20th, uh, we called for the Rick and Bubba audience to go out and to eat at the participating Buffalo Wild Wings locations. Uh, that is mainly the Birmingham area, Alabaster, Birmingham, Gardendale, Tuscaloosa, uh, Hoover, downtown Birmingham, Trustful, and Pell City. Uh, and uh, this time uh, it was benefiting a ministry that I'm very familiar with. Uh, a lot of you that, uh, that drink BuzzBox coffee uh, and you fund the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund, one of our recipients uh, – uh, is a is a ministry called Urban Purpose. It was birthed out of my home church there in Birmingham. 
with friend Mark Jenkins and and um, Jim McFarland, and they they started this. I, I, he's joining us now. So so Mark, how long ago did you guys say, all right, we're we're doing Urban Purpose? It was back in uh, like early 2010. So it's been a it's been about 10 years, uh, just over that. And we started going downtown and getting to know some guys uh, that lived under I-65 and just developed friendships, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, and relationships with them. And you just, yeah, that's where it got started. Just snowballed from there, and it's been great. So, so Tim, what what's the news today? I know it's tougher out there, um, you know, for all businesses. People aren't getting out as much as they, they once did. But it, it's still in some pretty adverse conditions, turned out to be, uh, you know, a, a good run, and we have good news for – for Urban Purpose today. Yep, Mark, we'll be cutting you guys a check and sending it to you, and it's for the amount of $2,500. I'm hoping that can help. Wow, that's amazing, man. We the really appreciate it. So, wow. so tell, tell me this, Mark. So when someone is talking about you get guys getting this check, they went out, they ate, uh, and and they, they know uh, that you're here, You're get, we're going to get you the check. What exactly are they helping? I mean, t- tell me the things. Yeah, that, how, how does this, how does the rubber hit the road? Yeah, on here comes that twenty five hundred dollars, and it will do what, for example. So, uh, one of our initial things that we've got for people is we have a space downtown. Um, it's called the Compound, and uh, it's just a uh, kind of like a day shelter uh, downtown where people come and join us. We had to shut down uh, for a little while with all this going on. We're back open. Uh, people can come wash their clothes. Um, get a cup of coffee, get something, a cold bottle of water, take a shower, uh, watch a movie, stuff like that, just to hang out and honestly feel at home and welcome. Um, we have some fourth year medical students that join us on Tuesdays that can help check up on them. And it's just an entry point to build relationships. And from there, uh, we can go a lot deeper with people. Um, we have a jobs program where we partner with an amazing landscaping company called Taproot Landscaping. So people can come in and get an entry point job, kind of see how they're doing, work ethic, what we can walk with them and teach them about work ethic and showing up on time and all those things. Develop that before we send them to uh, more full time um, permanent employment. We do a lot with a lot with professional mental health care. Um, a lot of the folks that we work with um, are coming from backgrounds of trauma, abuse, addiction history, um, and they need help that, <laughs> frankly, is over Gemini's uh, and Rachel's heads and pay grades. And so we partner with some amazing counselors uh, in the area that help them really unpack a lot of what's leading them down this road. Um, and then we have a women's transitional home. We've got a lot of things going on. So as we get to know people, um, really we're, we're all about relationships and getting to know people um, and, and really diving in and walking with them through this process. And then there's those things along the way that are there to help support them uh, as well. Yeah, when looking at what you guys did, you know, when when we see, you know, Jesus talking about when he will come back and he will separate the sheep from the goats, and, and you see him go into this discussion of of the the people that that really represented doing the same thing to them would be like doing that to me or not doing that, and when he talked about you know the least of these and the things that we did, and and this truly is you know reaching out. Look, pe- people. The thing that's great about Urban Purpose, if if they they come into your world, I tell you what you can't say after this is, well, nobody offered me any help, or right. no nobody tried to help me get back on my feet. Now, some people, you know, may take that opportunity and squander it, but the beautiful thing is the opportunity is being presented and it is being used to give people an opportunity to take a step out of a situation. And we're talking about people who literally live on the streets, right? Yeah, for sure. And, and come from some bad situations. And honestly, they do. I mean, 
a lot of times they do squander those opportunities. But one thing about us is they're always welcome to come back. You know, um, we're big on second, third, fourth chances because we know um, what Christ has done for us. I mean, you talk about squandering something, you know, yeah, uh, absolutely. That's something we've all done. And so uh, it always kind of, you know, it's funny when Christians talk about people getting what they deserve and, you know, stuff like that. They deserve what, what they, what they get coming to them. I mean, if we got what we deserve, uh, we'd all be in some pretty rough shape. Yeah. 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 If we all got what we deserve, that means eternal uh, damnation. And uh, and, I don't desire that. Yeah. And so you, you are right. And as long as someone's willing to say, can I, can I try one more time? You know, that, that opportunity is going to be there for them. So let's, yeah. So, um, so Tim, this is what you guys are going to be helping with, but I do want Mark before we move into the next charity charge, there's another opportunity. We we're thankful to everybody who went out and ate and, you know, we know what a sacrifice it is to eat at Buffalo Wild Wings yes, to, to help something yes, great. Yes. Uh, that's not exactly uh, being a martyr, but we appreciate people who did it, and we thank you, Buffalo Wild Wings, for uh, you know taking what you're blessed with and then moving it forward. But there's also another opportunity, and of course, with pandemics, you know, sure. you, you, I mean, you can't even have a banquet, you can't get together. It's hard to gather, and so you guys have an opportunity. It's your annual fundraiser. We've tried to move it a couple of times, but now yep. you're going to try to go virtual with that. Is that what's going to happen? Yeah, so it's our biggest fundraiser of the year uh, for the past few years has been our spring banquet. Wasn't able to do that. I was hoping for a later date. But now it's going to be uh, hosted virtually on August 27th at 630. Um, hopefully, you know, going to sh- be able to go virtual with that from our website and also have some stuff with like live Q&A after um, on Facebook. And so we'd love for people to join in You can do it just, you know, from your home, tune in, hear more about the ministry here from some people that, that we've walked with over the years um, and learn more about what we do. And so... You know, you can keep up with us on Facebook or Urban Purpose, at Urban Purpose on Instagram. Our website's urbanpurpose.org. Sign up for our email updates, and we'll be getting more specifics. But we'd love for everybody to tune in then on August 27th and learn a little bit more about what we do. All right, and we also have that information at rickandbubba.com uh, under our show notes. Mark, thanks for the job you and, and everybody with your ministry, yeah. uh, the job you guys do. We're, and and uh, hopefully uh, this will help uh, to continue offering sure. that, that helping hand to, to those that are looking for it. All right, so when we come back, we're going to talk about the next charity charge coming up. Mark, thank you very much. Again, urbanpurpose.org. Thanks, Mark. That virtual uh, fundraiser coming up on August 27th, and then you can kind of see what they do. They'll have testimonials and all that you can see, too, if you want to watch that virtually and then maybe uh, pray about uh, coming alongside them. But when we come back, another opportunity to eat delicious food and help another great organization. Stay close. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Twenty-two minutes now past the hour. And we're talking to Tim Spencer with the Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, it is charity charge time again. Yep. So we just talked with Mark Jenkins with UrbanPurpose.org, the latest recipient. And thanks to all of you that went out and ate at participating Buffalo Wild Wings and helping out that uh, great uh, organization and ministry. And now coming up on August the 17th, coming up this next Monday, uh, another opportunity for you to go out to Buffalo Wild Wings and enjoy uh, delicious food, and you'll help out another uh, incredible organization and ministry, and that is, and we've talked to them recently, we've teamed up with them over the years, The Foundry. 
So, uh, so Tim, uh, thank you again for another great opportunity. And we're, we're looking forward to it. We're, we're glad to be able to do it, especially during this time. Um, we were speedy and I were talking, we're, we're pushing two years on this, on this, uh, um, being able to do this for everyone. And, and we're just, we're just excited that my team and all of us are able to give back, uh, to the community that supports us, especially during this time. Well, Tim, we, we know your heart and we appreciate you doing it. We're glad to be a part of it. And, and as we've said before, I think it's a win for everybody involved. It is, yeah, no doubt. So, Tim, how, how, how are you holding up as far as the industry? Because I, I know one of the things that we talked about with the pandemic, uh, because there's so many things that, that are even beyond, hey, I don't want to get sick. I mean, the, there's all indirect. Restaurants aren't really designed no. to, to operate at 50% capacity or you would have built a smaller building. So, Correct. So, so how have y'all overcome that and, and continue to stay in business? Well, uh, it goes directly to our customers, Rick. I mean, when we completely had to shut our dining rooms down and went to takeout only, we learned so much right there because we weren't equipped to handle that amount of takeout food. So we sort of had to change our whole operation to get that much food out the door in a different way. You know, we're just more registers up front, you know, walk, taking it out to the cars. We didn't have those those abilities, but we learned that much. And now that dining room has opened back up, um, our takeout percentage is still higher than it's ever been, and we're better at it. So, so yeah, has it's it, really a, a testament to our guests. Would, would you go as far – and look, this is just Bubba and I now putting on our, hey, we're, we're fellow entrepreneurs and businessmen – has it been enough to and rep- lunch eaters? Yeah, mm-hmm. and lunch eaters. Have has it been enough to replace the loss of of tables you can't use? Um, not quite. No, it's it's our our sales numbers are not where they were in 2019. Sure. Um, but from from discussions in the industry and, and you know we talk about to our insurance guy who insures 200 restaurants, we're in a lot better shape than than the average. Uh, restaurant. I mean, but it yeah. hasn't and, completely replaced it, but we're we're happy. We're I got okay. You. I got we're, you. Okay, we're hanging yeah. in there. Tim, we miss you coming up, being in the studio, and of course, we miss you bringing uh, breakfast in. And uh, the fact that you can't be on, it's it's a shame. But now, if you wanted to just to drop a bag off at our door, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know that would be fine too. I mean, I'm yeah. just I'm just trying to to find a good workaround. Yeah, here. where, where a, we where we all live, we had a little bit of a spike, <laughs> and so we you know we shut down Rick and Bubba University and and guests coming in. But you know, I see us kind of you know starting to level off a little bit. And, but he, but even even before that happens, like Bubba said, you just I mean you went on and on about how y'all been able to overcome. <laughs> you know, dine in and how efficient you guys are at dropping bags off and <laughs> mm-hmm. and take out. I mean, it, it wouldn't kill you to you know drop, where drop our door a bag. is. You, so you know where the golden yeah. ticket seat door yeah. is. Huh? <laughs> I know exactly where it is. I, love it. <laughs> yeah. I will. I, I will tell you, y'all have mastered <laughs> the, nothing like a good charity story to drive my appetite. That's yeah, right. You know, <laughs> for those for those that want to actually go sit at a table and have a dining uh, experience there, um, y'all have, I guess, taken care of the contactless. Uh, uh, obstacles because it was kind of neat. Y'all have a little code at the end of the table that you can scan with your smartphone and the menu pops up on your phone. And so you don't have to hold a menu, which I thought was kind of neat. When we sat down the other night with the family, the boys started scanning it and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, we're getting the menu. And I guess that's something you feel like, Hey, we should have done that a long time ago. 
Yeah, exactly. Like I said, we've learned so much during this time. And now when they go back to a, a standard, you know, paper, plastic menu, they're going to keep those QR codes on the tables because they're just so easy to update. If something happens between a menu change, it's easy to update with some right. specials or, or, or things like that. And, and, and technology is the wave of the future, you know, and, and, and like you said, your boys knew what they were doing yeah. and you had no clue. No, so yeah, I, did. I was like, what are y'all doing yeah, down we, there? We had the same thing. And of course I, I became the, the terrible, you know, the, the poor old man. <laughs> it's like it's like my sons were doing magic. Yeah, you know, it's like Brody was like, and I was like, "What'd you just do?" He said, "I'm just getting the menu." And I said, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> and he goes, "Dad, you just take your camera and just take a picture of it, and the menu will come up on your phone." And I mean, it, you might as well have told me David Copperfield had <laughs> walked in. I, I said, "I said, I said, no, seriously, what? Right. How do you get the menu?" Yeah, he, he said, "Dad, you just take your camera mm-hmm. and point it." And I was like, pointed at the, what this thing right here? Yeah, and I, I, <laughs> that I, box. I said that looks like something that you go to the psychiatrist and they show you and say, "What does this look like to you?" And, a butterfly. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and and when I put my camera up uh-huh. and and all of a sudden the menu pop, I'm just I like, know. "What?" For a split second, we look like the family of five that we're all looking at their phones and not communicating at the table, which you see that a lot. But we're actually reading the menus. Just for about you know two or three. Yeah, minutes. I, I felt like I was a caveman and, and my son had made fire. <laughs> So, 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 yeah, this kind of technology, I think, stays, right? Yeah, you're, you're exactly right. And they're trying to develop more and more. And it just gives us an opportunity, you know, to grow in a way that we probably never would have thought about, you know, had we not been put in this position. All right. Well, uh, so, you, you get an opportunity again Monday in the Foundry. If you don't know about them, man, they do great work. Uh, FoundryMinistries.com. We wish that places like this didn't have to. Uh, exists, but they do, and uh, they really help people with addiction problems to get back on their feet. and uh, And they have a great program, uh, and and they have had great success. It's gospel centered. Uh, FoundryMinistries dot com. If you go to these participating Buffalo Wild Wings on Monday, uh, find one near you. Ten uh, percent of the food sales will go to the Foundry. Tim, thanks again. It's always a blast, and uh, you know we'll start working on getting you back up here. And it's not because of the food. We generally like visiting with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah we really yeah. do. <laughs> It doesn't. You guys make your choice. I'm there. I'll be glad to bring food, or I'll be glad just to hang out, or I'll be glad to drop food and run. <laughs> well, I like all those options. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't like the one just hang out. <laughs> all right, so. it's okay. I'll take that. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Thanks Tim. Tim. We'll be back. Hey, Another guys. charity charge on Monday. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. It's 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big. Gabby.com slash Bubba. Have you gone to Gabby yet and checked and see if you're overpaying uh, for your automobile and your home insurance? Uh, well, you may not. I mean, you, you may look and you see these 40 other uh, prices from 40 other of the biggest names in insurance. All the biggies are there Progressive, Nationwide, Traveler, State Farm, Allstate, Farmers. Uh, and you may look and say, hey, my, my insurance company has given me the best deal for the coverage I have on my home and auto. And if that's the case, you know what you say? Hey, peace of mind. But we continue to get emails uh, at an average of about $825 per year. That's the average that people are saving because they look and they see the 40 other offers. And they're like, wow, there, there's better offers here than what I'm paying for the exact same coverage. So uh, if you'd like to find out more, go to Gabby.com slash Bubba. That's Gabby.com slash Bubba. 
uh, and see if you have the best rate. And if not, you can adjust and save money. It takes about two minutes uh, to enter, and it's no charge to you. It doesn't cost you anything uh, to use. And they, they do not sell your information, so you won't have to worry about spam or robocalls. It's totally free to check the rate with no obligation to do anything. So go to Gabby.com, G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. That's Gabby.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. And uh, let's find out if you're paying too much for the exact same coverage uh, you already have. All right, so we mentioned uh, last hour, but uh, we haven't talked about this hour, that um, Joe Biden has uh, has announced that uh, Kamala Harris uh, will be his running mate. So that is the ticket. And, um, you know, a lot of people are emailing saying this has to be uh, Kamala Harris update music. <laughs> and what we could do, I'll get speed. Well, we could write a parody song to this, and that would be dandy. We could, but we probably shouldn't. Yeah, we, but we could. <laughs> Kamala Harris. That could be Biden there. <laughs> You're dumb, dumb. I don't know if this needs editing. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, the Democratic ticket. <laughs> really? It's pretty good. Like I mean, it is. So the lyrics about, that's already about work. Biden, and here comes the big man. Everybody say, hey. I pick Kamala, Kamala, Kamala Harris. She is VP. You come and go. Everybody, here we go. Somebody say, hey, I didn't know. Kamala, 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 Kamala. I'll end on top. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Happy anniversary, Bubba. <laughs> Happy anniversary, Bubba. 31 big years. Oh, All right, goodness. so President Trump, uh, he, he, of course of course, he's heard the news. <laughs> and there, there's really three things here we've got to talk about. Go ahead. All right, so here's President Trump. He, he heard the news. Here's his response. And we'll see how she works out. She did very, very poorly in the uh, primaries, as you know. She was expected to do well, and she was she ended up at right around two percent and spent a lot of money she had a lot of things happening and so i was a little surprised that he picked her i've been watching her for a long time and i was a little surprised she was extraordinarily nasty to uh, kavanaugh judge judge kavanaugh then now justice kavanaugh she was nasty to a level that was just uh, a horrible thing the way she was the way she treated now justice kavanaugh and I won't forget that soon. Plus, she was very, very nasty to one of the reasons that surprised me. She was very, she was probably nastier than even Pocahontas to Joe Biden. She was very disrespectful to Joe Biden. And it's hard to pick somebody that's that disrespectful when she said things during the debates, during the Democrat primary debates that were horrible about Sleepy Joe and <laughs> he got Pocahontas in and Sleepy, Sleepy Joe. Joe. With a serious face, what's my problem? Uh, there is a picture out today. Uh, it's in the DailyMail.com of Joe Biden doing a video conference call with her, asking her to be his running mate. And Rick, he is reading the the thing off of a script. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he couldn't even call and say, "Will you be my running mate?" He had to read <laughs> off a prepared script, and somebody else was on the call. It was actually a a three way call, and uh, but they cannot identify who the other person was. Mm. So they're they're investigating that. Well, it might be Jill. 
and she, she may be like in there saying, "Hey, huh, let me help you get through this." Because she seems to be like you said, Bubba. She's almost become his handler. Yeah, uh, you know, caretaker. Well, that's yeah, caretaker um, slash handler. There's there's a couple uh, couple of things that we haven't really thought about that I think needs to be asked this morning, and that is. Um, where and what is Hillary Clinton thinking oh, right my. now? Well, we actually, I think we have it. Let me see. <laughs> I'm not sure if, uh, if we have that or yeah, not. I think we do. Let me let me see. There, we, it, 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 it. <laughs> there it is. You cursed rat! Look what you've done. So, uh, <laughs> um, I knew we had it. Hillary's <laughs> pursuit of history <laughs> to be the first female president. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, whether you like her or not, okay, I, I, I do will, not. I will say this: right. she has been long suffering in this challenge. She has. Uh, she had to put up with Bill. Right. Most people would have punted Bill about forty yards down the field, but right. she needed his political pull, his fundraising ability. I always thought it was uh, odd that she made fun of women for standing by their men, but then she did. But yeah. go ahead. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, don't don't forget, she's having to go through that now with the all the Epstein airplane photos. Correct. <clears throat> so it still continues. Um, but she, she makes it through all that, doesn't get her shot. And now here comes Kamala Harris, who really has not been through near the political wars that she has been through, you know, with Bill and in the public eye. She's had a, a fairly smooth uh, uh, journey t- to the top of her game. Did not do well in the uh, the attempt to get the the nomination, uh, as Trump pointed out. Right. She she got her first job, you know, there in California, uh, thanks to Willie Brown, and uh, uh, became a senator uh, after that. I think she she may have done some other things in between. I'm not really familiar with all of that, but uh, right. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know her political. But history. she she is a sitting senator right now, right? right. You I mean you you and. Uh, of course, Hillary was too, but the, the trip to get there was much more difficult for Hillary than it was for Kamala. Right. Well, you know, Elizabeth, Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Elizabeth Warren, as much as she tried to convince us she was a minority, she was deemed too white. Mm-hmm. And um, I and, think she it, was deemed too goofy. Right. But but we it was it was it was laid down. It, it could not be a white woman. It could not be a white man. It uh, it could not be a man. So he had to go through. I mean, you you kind of narrow it down when everybody says it must be female and it must be minority. You, you now you've you've taken the whole field and you've kind of shrunk it down. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, but here's the thing to Bubba's point about Hillary Clinton. We know that Hillary thinks she should have won against Trump, and she she got she got it. She thinks she should have won running against Barack. Correct. Remember that was the yeah. first time she was robbed. And had to go. Okay, I'll step aside, but I want to be Secretary of State because I need foreign yeah. affairs. Uh, uh, because I'm the most experienced, right? And uh, and I need that on my resume to be president. Then she was against Trump. Thought she had won it basically mm-hmm. uh, up to the, the day before the election when she canceled fireworks. Yeah, shows. right, right up to the cancellation. When she the knew there was a problem. <laughs> so. So now, can you imagine what will happen if Kamala Harris is somehow the Democrats find a way to win? And they could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, yeah, look, sure 2020, don't you dare say that you know what's no. going to happen in 2020 because no. you don't. <laughs> no, okay? you, you don't know what's going to happen next week <laughs> no. in 2020. Yeah, you better be careful yeah. thing you could have some. Mm-hmm. You, that's problematic on any year, but it's real problematic It is funny that it's the year 2020 and there is no clarity of vision. No, about what's no. Gonna happen. <laughs> it's you know? almost a pun. It yeah. is. 
So let's say the Democrats win. And I'm saying this just from a medical standpoint of just watching because we've all had aging grandparents and aging parents, and we do know what dementia mm-hmm. uh, or possibly Alzheimer's looks like. We do know what it looks like. And, and some of the things that Joe Biden is exhibiting are classic. So if, if, if the Democrats win, the odds are extremely high that Kamala Harris will become the first female president uh, in the history of our country. And what, I, I would what, say extremely high. And, and so what then happens to Hillary Clinton? Will she just will she combust? She'll melt. She'll melt. Internally combust? And remember, I mean, Rick, uh, <laughs> while Hillary did not technically run, she put out a book, was on a book tour, and was running a shadow campaign. Any chance she still comes in? And Rick. look, don't ever count a Clinton out, Rick. I think that's a terrible mistake. To make. Do you think it's possible? Now, you know, look. Uh, Do you think it's one, possible? One of these candidates in car wrecks, you know, be careful out there. You know what I'm saying? Somebody, look at the track record. I know. It's, some, it's incredible. But somebody help me with this because I don't know how this works politically. Somebody have to help me. Let's say that that uh, that that Joe Biden gets to the point he can't do it. He does not have the faculties. You mean after the first week? Correct. Can, can I give you one? No, more no, I'm, fact? Not talking, no I'm talking about president. Help me because let me okay. finish this. Say he gets to where they think he can't be the nominee. Right. Can Hillary swoop in to have a Harris Clinton, or does Harris move now to the presidential candidate, and Hillary would have to be vice president? The official nominee has not been chosen yet okay. until the convention votes. Now. If to to make a point in this, I understand that AOC is actually going to nominate Bernie, she is. and he will be voted on too. So, um, to, to, just to make a point, but Rick, I don't know all of that. But let me tell you this, and I don't know if this is true or not. I heard a commentator Somebody say said? this. Somebody said, "Oh no!" And I need to double check it. Somebody but, said it. But they said if Biden wins the day that he is is uh, inaugurated as president, if he was to win. He will be older than the last day when Ronald Reagan left office. Wow. And we know he was already showing some signs. No no question. So I I don't know. I think him completing a term is – I would take that bet. Oh, I I don't think there's any way. Medically, I'm talking about. Yeah. We'll come back. Your phone calls are next. The real Greg Burgess is on the phones. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Every line is available. And we'll hear what's on your mind about what we just talked about or any topic when the Rick and Bubba show continues. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes now to the top of the hour the Rick and Bubba show. To the phone troll we go. There are some lines available. Real Greg Burgess has got it, but uh, they're filling up quickly. At the end of 30 seconds, the buzzer sounds. Your time on the program comes to a close. Uh, if you don't get a timeout for Bubba or Helmsy. But if you're in line, the phone trail's beautiful because there's only two timeouts available, so most of them will be buzzed at 30 seconds, and then they move uh, quickly ahead of you in line. Let's start uh, with Josiah out of Trustful, Alabama, Josiah, listening to ZZK. Josiah. Josiah. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> hey, Mr. Rick, Mr. Bubba, how are you all? Hey, we're good, man. So I was calling to address millennials and Gen X and Zs about voting, but I was also going to ask, a question. So I'd like to request a timeout, but I'll let y'all determine that. Yeah, please don't so, request them. That only that, that's a, that, all, that sometimes that'll cause an instant pushback. But go ahead. All right. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm 17 year old, old, and where I work at, there's a bunch of young guys. And when we talk politics, eight out of ten say they probably won't vote or go third party. Their reasons vary. Sometimes they'll say, 
you know, something about not liking the politics or whatever, but sure. generally they say the same thing. They just don't like the candidate. Mm-hmm. They say it's like choosing between a turd sandwich and a double stack turd sandwich. Correct. It can feel and, that way sometimes. But yeah, but we can, yeah. let's face it, only one is better than two. Right. And so my main point was just because you don't like the candidate doesn't mean you shouldn't vote. Voting is a privilege, and there are some of us who would like to vote. Um, and so I was just going to say that just because you don't like it doesn't mean you don't need to vote. So, like, I've heard some guys at work say they don't want to vote for Trump because he's the most pro-gay president we've had. But I also heard him say they don't want to vote for Biden because he's nuts in the tool. Like, that's what they've said. And so, first of all, I'm not totally sure Trump is the most pro-gay president we've ever had or if he's even totally pro-gay. But then I look in Biden and go, he's pro-gay too, if not more. So, yeah, well, the, guys, the Democratic, you, you look at the two parties and their platforms, the candidates, you know, sometimes are undesirable. But the, what you then do is go to the two platforms of the political parties and you see the kind of America that political party wants. And then you pick the one that best fits, and there'll never be perfection, that best fits, you know, the America that you desire or you think is constitutionally the closest. Uh, and so, I gave you a timeout too, just yeah, now. you did, just because I like you your one. name. Yeah, so so <laughs> what, you're you're 17. Uh, so my son, uh, the youngest one I have here with me, is 19. What which one is that? Is that generation generation X or Z? I've, I've honestly lost lost track. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But he claims that they're going to correct the millennials. He keeps telling me that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so man, yeah, yeah. He, he said he said we're 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 we're, we're going to show a lot more. Of uh, of clear thinking than the millennials did, Josiah. I I, I want to challenge a couple of uh, your your precepts there that some of your friends have, being that Trump is the most gay president. Most of the gay community are against Trump, so I don't think that would be the case. Although I think I think that's unfair on their standpoint. I think Trump has been extremely neutral. He has on he, the issue. Really, when it comes to yeah. that issue, Trump has had no comment. But he is yeah. he yeah. is pro church. He is pro people of uh, belief having uh, their their protections. He's been a friend of the church. Yep. And I think that's very important. Um, you know, Trump not perfect. Okay, nobody's going to say that. But right. I think right. when you look at the economy, um, and, and the fact that Joe Biden has been in public service for how many years now? 40, 45? Yeah, and Trump has been in it four. So you saw right. what Trump got done in four years. Before the COVID-19, okay, nobody could see that coming. That just happened. Uh, only so much you can do. But prior to that, we had record-setting employment. We had record-setting stock market. Uh, yeah. The economy was booming. Uh, and for all people. All people, minorities, were at record-setting numbers, and I think we can get back to that as soon as we get out of this COVID-19. Now, I think uh, what Trump's problem has been, he's been trying to be so positive to get everything moving again. Some people think he's just looking over the facts of how serious this pandemic is. It looks like he's somewhat uncaring and doesn't know what's going on. What it is, he's trying to get the ball rolling again, and, right. and, yes, and he's a cheerleader. And that's his yeah. personality, and uh, I, to me, I think it's a very big choice. And I'll tell you, for your generation, the future is ex- is at stake in this election like it has never been before if you're going to have a, a capitalistic system or if you're going to have a socialistic system. And I will tell you, find me a socialistic system that has worked, 
and we, right, we right. will talk about it. It hasn't because the only thing good about the socialistic system, it's an easy sale to uninformed people. That's the yes, only sir. thing it's got going for it. And it can be quite the experience for the ruling class. They oh, can, they can, can actually, oh, yeah. yeah. They okay. can do right with If you're the top yeah. of, the, of, the, of the heap, it's great. I would say that you're young, you're people you're uh, younger than, a little bit older than you that are going to get a chance to vote, they just need to educate themselves on the what matters to them. You keep bringing up the LGBTQ. If LGBTQ bothers you and, and the blaspheming of the biblical standard of marriage is something that bothers you, it's the Democrats that gave us an entire month devoted to LGBTQ appreciation. They're the ones that, yeah. that got the standard of marriage changed. Uh, they are the, the, the party of the LGBTQ. Now, I know people in the LGBTQ community that are not activists, and they couldn't care less about that. They just want to have a good economy and pay lower taxes, and certainly they would support you know, the, the Trump candidacy more than the Democrats because the activism doesn't mean anything to them. But if you want to go with the activist LGBTQ, that's the Democratic Party, no question. Yeah. Uh, tr- yeah. Trump, Trump, because you brought up that topic, the only reason why I'm saying that. But Trump has been neutral. He has no comment on on he's not he he's not against or he's not for. And as I've said, I don't think he lives his life that shows he's a member of the church, but he's not an enemy of the church. And you can't right. and you can't so, say that about the Democratic Party. Yeah. So I was just going to let them know. Hey, let's not not vote because you don't like candidate. Pick the best candidate who will protect your rights, the republic, the democracy we have, and our freedom, so we can continue to have political opinions. Well, and let me give Correct. you a, let me give Correct. you an example here. Uh, That's a we great have point. we have a Jim in New Jersey who's been in the news quite a bit, mm-hmm. fighting to stay open during this. They have mm-hmm. pulled their business license. Okay, the Democrats did pulled okay. his business license in New Jersey, so he's out of business. Okay, yeah. after fighting yeah. to stay open. In California, there ha- they have just brought up a pastor uh, on charges uh, for opening his church up. By the way, I, I saw Scott Dawson t- uh, tweet about it. Is yesterday. that Calvary? Is that the Calvary? Uh, McCoy and his yes, name. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's what the story. So they, they they have they're bringing him up on charges for having church. This is in the United States of America, and they're threatening John MacArthur with fines of a thousand dollars a day for his being open. All in California, which is run by Democrats. Yep. We only got one call in, but uh, it was an important one. We'll, a take, good one. we'll take the rest of them next. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. I can't argue with that. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. 26 and a half years of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us. Wednesday Bible Study back today. Uh, noon Central Time live on the YouTube channel from the Broadcast Plaza. Then it's archived soon after to the YouTube channel, the podcast channel. We'll put links on our social media platforms. The last session of uh, our latest uh, curriculum, and that is the Unsaved Christian. Uh, and today we'll wrap it up with a self-assessment are you and am I a cultural Christian based on the principles and the tenets that we'll work through today? Uh, that'll be happening uh, and out uh, later today, usually within an hour and a half or so uh, after it is done live. All right, so we still have phone calls standing by. Welcome back. There's Bubba. Hey, Bubs. Uh, we, um, Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being with us as we continue to try to survive 2020. Let's go to Jeff in Alabama. Jeff, welcome to Rick and Bubba. How are you, sir? Go ahead. Hi, how you doing, fellas? Hey, 
uh, hey, the, the Hillary clip that you played when she found out. Yes. I'm going to tell you one better than that. Imagine <laughs> Joe Biden's reaction when he found out who he picked. <laughs> That's good. You know, there was somebody had tweeted the shot of Joe at his desk and said uh, Joe is reading the script to find out who he picked for VP. No doubt. Ben, Alex City. Ben, go ahead. Morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. Hey, um, I was just, I'm a, a highly privileged man uh, sweating all over my cell phone on my break here at work. Yes. <laughs> um, but I just wanted to, uh, and I'll still be sweating about 6.30 or 7 tonight, but I just wanted to uh, discuss real privilege. Uh, real privilege, to me, is when you don't have to work, and that has no bearing on the amount of food you can put on your table or keeping your lights on or your water on or clothes on your kid's back, you know, welfare, food stamps, Section 8 housing, to me, that seems pretty pretty privileged. I don't know. It it maybe it's just me. I could be wrong. Well, I've never I've never had to live in those conditions. Uh, I've I've never been in that situation, so I I, I don't know. But uh, you know, we we have these programs available, and they were designed to be bridges from one uh, point to another. They were never designed to be generational lifestyles, and and I think it's sad that uh, that has happened in a lot of cases. And there's even there there are even people who you know, of course. Are conservative in in their way of, of thinking, so that may deem them uh, not 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 African American anymore, uh, even though they are. And they uh, there's been some discussions that actually the African American community. Now I know that the things you describe involve all ethnicities. I'm just going to specifically talk about that since there's this thing about privilege tied to your skin color. And uh, they actually said that uh, if you look back in history, the African American community was actually doing quite well. Uh, when they had access to the liberty that they had been denied. And when it started going south is when Johnson and the gang and the government came in and said, oh, no, no, y'all need to be tied to the government. We're here to help, is what Ronald Reagan would warn us about the years great later. society. Right, and said that that has actually established more problems than it did the solutions. So, uh, but uh, I understand your point. We continue. Let's go to Brett in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Brett, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Great job. Thank you. Uh, listen, I have got a simple solution to this uh, school system. Uh, grades first through eighth, they all have the same subjects. Instead of changing all these kids going to different classes, why don't the teachers go to the classes, change classes to teach each subject? And you can also do that in high school if you put all the kids together in a class. I got to be honest with you. I, I stopped listening about a quarter way. No, and I, didn't, I, I, didn't I understand. Follow I understand what you're saying. Instead of everybody getting in the hall and mixing up between every class yeah, and possibly contaminating or carrying a virus from A to B, <clears throat> why not just keep everybody in their uh, room? And then if you have a lot of people a, are doing that, okay. That's well, not that new that, I mean. that that is a great idea. And yeah. I was going to say, I think some of them are doing some version of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I apologize. I just I, for a minute, I looked. They're even keeping. They're even going to keep them in their rooms for lunch on certain days, so they're not even going to do yeah, that. Yeah, that. and you and you that. guys are living it. Who still have kids in in uh, you know the, these high school or elementary school level? Honestly, because he started the topic, I am so confused, and what the schools are doing is so well, convoluted. It's like I couldn't have the patience to listen to another suggestion. Because I've heard some of the weirdest yeah. Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, do this. I'm off Wednesday. Yeah, I don't know at all. You know I'm what I'm saying? I, I, I stand on one leg on Thursday. I, 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 I hop on Friday. 
I'm on the bus, I'm off the bus, I'm yeah, home, I'm not at very, school, I'm virtual, I'm in a class, I'm not. Yeah, and it and here's what <laughs> I'm done with, okay? Yeah. I'm tired of everybody second-guessing the teachers and the administration on setting it up. They've spent months digging into this. They feel like this is best for their school system. If you don't like it, stay at home. They're giving you that option. Right. Nobody's forcing you to go. Yeah. I'm tired of all these Facebook comments and complaints. You sitting at the beach doing nothing while they've been in these meetings trying to get everything done and make it as safe as they can for your school. Just shut up. Either go to school or don't. That's right. your choice. And you have that choice. They do. And, well, that, and, that, and you, you make a good point, Hems. Nobody, nobody knows for sure Okay, right. what we can and can't do. That, that Folks, that's what a pandemic is. Okay, It's an out-of-control yep. uh, viral breakout. Nobody knows what to do. Yeah. There's nobody here that was alive in 1918 when we had one before. Okay, So everybody is doing the – and this goes back to I, what I said before. I'm not going to blame some of these politicians either that did some really boneheaded things because they don't know. These, these teachers and these administrators are doing the best they can. They have put together the best plan based on the information they have today. Yes. Let's get behind them and support them and try to make it work. And guess what? If it won't, we'll adjust. Yeah. But to Helmsley's point, though, but most of them have given you the option if you just can't take it and you say, heck no, you're not going to make me go heck to school. Heck no, we th- won't go. Then don't go. Don't go. But, but certainly don't go, then complain about it. Right. But Because that, you know, that goes back to when we used to coach and, I, and you'd say, here's how the teams run. And everybody says we agree to that. We then all of a sudden, midway through the season, you're complaining about the things I told you about when we started. Yeah, I mean, either then don't be on the team, right? You know, it's uh, and that get, doesn't mean you can't ask questions. No, I've, no, I've reached out to you a know the kind of stuff we're talking about and said, hey, look, if this was to happen, can mm-hmm. we go do this instead? And within like eight hours, I had a res- four hours, I had a response. Give me exactly. They just be patient with them. They they have the best interests of the students and the teachers at hand. They really do. Let's, Look, let, let's all try to be part of the cure, not part of the yes. disease. If I can yeah. quote the great song, "Clocks." Yeah, let's, let me tell you, we're not in the mood. We don't, we, well, we've always had these people, but now it's not the time. Those of you that sit up in the stands and shoot holes and everything yep. and offer no solutions. Yes, a lot Gosh, of that going on. Anybody can do that. Now we're going to shoot some holes in the Pac-12 and Big 12, coming Big up 10, next. Big 14, whatever yeah, it is, that's coming up next. because there's some things there just do not make sense at all. Bubba, I think I think you join me. I absolutely want to hear what Tommy from New York thinks about Oh, oh, oh. Hey, Tommy, <laughs> Tommy, where's he at? Yeah, get out of here, Tommy. Hey, hey, Tommy, what do you think? Right, so, John, what do you think about Kamala? Uh, how do you say your name again? Say it again. Kamala. Kamala. It it makes me feel like I have peanut butter in my mouth when I say it. I don't like it. Kamala. I hate it. I hate saying it. But no, there's an article. I don't know if you guys heard about it. It's she, and this is her quote. I just wanted a more boss that has uh, that's more hand uh, hands on. That's what it is. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy like the I like that one. She's a hard worker, guys. <laughs> No you got to appreciate a hard worker. Jeez, I, I love it. Tommy. <laughs> so oh, jeez, I'm so sorry. <laughs> she, Tommy, she's oh. got quite a track record now. I'll my, tell you my, that. My, <laughs> my, my friend told me not to tell that joke, and I had to. I'm so sorry. It's more meant for Greg than anybody else. <laughs> well, I loved every minute of it. I'll tell you, that. <laughs> you guys have a good day, all right? Thank you. Yeah, Tommy. Good Tommy. Out of here. Keith in Decatur, uh, 100.3 The River. Keith, go ahead. Hey, guys, I just wanted to comment on uh, Josiah's comment about uh, President Trump being the most pro-gay president we've ever had or, or Biden being worse. Uh, I, and it's my belief that, that Trump is is the most he-doesn't-care president we've ever had as far as you, 
you live your lifestyle. You yeah. do however you want to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, the, we've got to remember that prior to Trump announcing that he was running on the Republican ticket for the 2016 <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't moving. Uh, it, it. I, we got the point. Did I use my timeout in the last? It did, was the yeah. last you one, did, wasn't it? Yeah, or was yeah. it still this? This is all the still same. Okay. One. Yeah, you, it was over. Uh, <laughs> let's go to. Um, <laughs> That's his line today, by the way. Bubba in North Carolina. <laughs> Bubba, Bubba, go, hey, go Bubba to Bubba. North Alabama, I'm sorry. Bubba, go ahead. Yes, sir. I just want to make a statement and give y'all something to think about. Uh, I work in a, at a medical facility and. All of the PPE stuff that we get in, and including but not limited to the testing equipment, which includes the swabs that you're tested with and stuff, every bit of it that I have seen comes from China. Yep, yep, that's so, correct. Well, they're still involved. Uh, it's, very, it's very concerning to me. Well, that's that's one of the things that uh, coming out of this, and a lot of the senators have said, and Trump has said, we want to bring our medical supply line back to the shores of the United States. That means making of tests, making of drugs. We don't we don't want to be depending on somebody overseas for that. 16 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We will take a look at uh, the state of college football when we get back in the pandemic. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show eight six six. We be big as the number. Rick and Bubba spell out the word and dot com is our website. Have you been to the Rick and Bubba store? New items are just churning in there, and there's more new ones coming. Uh, really, really excited about some uh, stuff that is still to come. But there's, you know, we got the somebody means business Rick and Bubba tongs to go along with that wonderful spatula. Oh man, those tongs too. Somebody means business with them. So you can get those. We can get the Rick and Bubba jigsaw puzzle. Rick and Bubba, uh, what, are, what are those hats called? Bucket hats? Don't they come? Bucket. You can get that now. Rick and Bubba towel with a big old blazing logo on it like you like it. So uh, there's a lot of new items. Deck of cards with Rick and Bubba logo on those. Uh, and those things are churning fast. These are all new items, and you can shop at rickandbubba.com into the store. If you haven't lately, uh, pick up some of the new items or look around see what else is there. All right, so college football. Here we go. So right now, if I ha- do, I have this right. Big Twelve is in ACC, SEC in out Pac twelve and Big Ten. Is that correct? I'm correct. Say that one more time. time. Yes, you said it correct. You yep. said it correct. So you're all so, over it. so out Pac twelve and Big Ten out, yes. which is actually the Big Fourteen. Right. Correct. Uh, you know, <laughs> and then in the names they go by, we know mm-hmm. they're not accurate today. Big Twelve, ACC. SEC. Correct. I'm just, I'm strictly, the five. I'm just talking big five. Out of the power five. Yeah, the power and then five. the others out there. The Mac is what started this last Friday. There are all kinds of Mac stuff. I know this, and, and the SWAC, they went away a long time yeah. ago to USA spring. USA still, still there. USA right still there. But out of the big five, the USA. we are down to three. Correct. Two have left the big five, three remain. Yeah. Yes. Right. And they're in jeopardy. Well, SEC says they ain't moving. <laughs> well, Nick Saban, I think, made some great points yesterday. And uh, that's echoing again today. Well, you, it, it, but, you, but what a mess this is going to end up being. Okay, because oh boy. they're they're talking about playing mm. the spring probably won't happen. But ain't, isn't that what they're, they're saying? They're talking mm-hmm. about pushing back to the spring. So 
Which is then, a then you have a player issue. Well, several things. You got all the spring sports going on, which I don't think the athletic departments can manage at that point. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you're talking about travel. You're talking about Mess. coverage, stats, things that have to be done. By the way, I'm uh, sorry, I left out. Nebraska is in a in the middle of a field, and they'll just play whoever will play. <laughs> yeah. <that's, laughs> yeah. What What are they in now? What conference? They're in the Big, big Ten. Big Ten. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, the they, big, they really the, shouldn't be, but they're in the Big. They're in the Woo. Big Ten slash fourteen. Yeah. They asked yeah. the Big Ten commissioner about the statement that Coach Frost made, and he said, "Not if they're in the Big Ten, they're not playing. Yeah. They're going to have to leave." Yeah. Which I, I guess Nebraska could. Can Why they? did they yeah. leave to begin with? Uh, the, I mean, them in Oklahoma, that was such a great rivalry in that. Conference. They went from the twelve to the ten, which really isn't the ten. Nor, the nor is the twelve the twelve. They left the twelve to go to the ten yeah, that has big, fourteen. I think the Big Twelve has. I think they have twelve. Do they? Yeah, I, I know they the, went down to. 10. I know the Pac twelve has twelve. I Who's think the Big first? Twelve actually only has they may, ten. They yeah, may they have only 10. I think Who's the Pac twelve is the only one that's accurately named, yeah. and and it's in jeopardy, isn't it? Yeah, well, it's it's. Well, they added they added Utah. Are you sure? Are yes. they a fourteen? No, they're twelve. They're twelve. <laughs> but, but let me tell you this: you don't have to worry about this fall because they ain't playing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. Now, if they play in the spring, like they say they're going to. They're going to play in the spring. They're going to end up uh, late summer, uh, summerish, and then turn right around and play again in the fall. Most doctors are saying that is more dangerous for the athletes than, than them catching COVID nineteen. Well, as you heard uh, Scott Atlas say, the doctor, of course, you know he's. We have to wait for the great Fauci before we can can. Uh, and Fauci really is Fa- the great Fauci. The Fauci. Fauci's gotten to the point now where he's just not saying anything. He says something, but it doesn't mean anything. He yeah. just he speaks in real general. He's almost basically saying, no, "I don't know." Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Atlas Atlas is saying you've got young people who are in usually pretty doggone good shape, and he says COVID nineteen is not the biggest obstacle for a world class athlete of that age. Now you go to Bubba's point. Now you turn around and try to play football ten to twelve games in the spring and say, "Oh, by the way, practice starts again in late July, early August." Yeah. You can't. Yeah, and let me just say the, the big the, the big twelve has it. ten. I thought so. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So twelve is ten. Well, who's got fourteen? And, and then ten is fourteen. Yes, correct. And then t- the back twelve is twelve. Yeah, the big 12. ten has fourteen. Correct. Correct. And That's the, pack, the fourth time. And who'd you say the, the big, big twelve has ten? The big twelve has ten, and the <laughs> pack twelve has twelve. Well, I, that's what I said a minute ago. I, th- I thought the the Big Twelve was less, yeah, and then the Big Ten is more. That's correct. And then the the Pac Twelve is what it is. Which, yeah. by the way, hey people, can't we get a meeting and get this worked right. out? Yeah, but let me hey, ask, who do you think could work out a football season when they can't even name their conference right? Right. Can I ask you a question? You know, you can't talk about the kids' health and then and then play in the spring. That's out. You can't say that. What we just mentioned. But when it comes to the the legality of it all, which everybody seems to be landing on, I know that, and we just had to do it again. That when a when an athlete goes and signs the scholarship, they have forms that are this thick that they have to go through and sign, and one of them. Is a is a waiver that says I understand by coming and playing that I could and it runs a list of things I Injuries could get hurt I could I could blah 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 why not just add COVID to that and have some and have them sign it but they've they've all been pretty outspoken on saying I want to play so I don't think that there's an issue there at all I just think that's some somewhere we we want to land because it's all political now we want to land on 
Oh, we care about their health well, they and the legality of it all. Well, they and don't want that press either when a player gets it and passes away. See, I told y'all, y'all should. This kid would have been alive if y'all wouldn't have played football. But here's well, the way. Yeah, but, did you I mean, see, if and buts were candy and nuts, well, we'd I, all I, have I, a Speedy, Christmas. I agree with you 100%. Yeah, I'm telling you what they're going to yeah, say. Did you see yeah, the guy? Your it's point tragic, too. but there's people who've died just playing football. Every year. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. From heat. Greg, you probably know this guy's name because I can't recall it, and it's it's one of those names that only Greg would know. The guy, and I want to say he's at Illinois. Um, University of Illinois that uh, <laughs> Illinois did I say that wrong? <laughs> you did it uh, who, who predicted we'll have seven deaths of college football players from COVID-19 seven? and he's the guy that's been driving this discussion on on all this and I think he, he has come up with seven? he has <laughs> since uh, moved his estimate down I think to three so he's, he's near. But, but but guys, as y'all just said, we we have that number from heat yeah. mm-hmm. and and uh, just, you know and yeah, exertion mm-hmm. and exactly. we didn't know you had a heart issue that kind of stuff. That's it. Uh, but I understand your point. But here's what's going to happen because you can't make people happy and everything everybody said is all accurate. But here mm-hmm. here I, this is how people operate. If if and I'm not sure it's going to happen. But let's say the SEC, ACC, and Big Twelve they make it through the season, okay, and it's relatively no issue. Yeah. It's not going to be 100%. No. We're going to have people get it already doing practice. Yeah. Then what you're going to have, you you watch. Then comes the complaint of the players in the Pac-12 and the Big Ten that y'all messed us up. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. we, we could have played and y'all didn't play. Yep. Now you've messed up our pro status. You've messed up those of us that have got to turn around and play again in the August. Y'all should have never done this. And then they're going to be liable for that. Yep. Bottom of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. daily that common sense is a superpower american heroes rick and bubba 35 minutes past the hour the rick and bubba show thanks for being with us have you have you gone to allform.com slash bubba yet man you're gonna love these armchairs sofas sectionals love seats handmade in america the highest of quality i've already had mine sit down the camp house got a new leather chair little footstool on it just like i like it and you can get other fabrics, too. It doesn't have to be leather. They have them all shapes, sizes, colors, fabrics, type of legs you want on. They have a forever warranty. That's the quality we're talking about. And um, all their um, fabrics are durable. They're spill, stain, and scratch resistant. And they'll send it right to your door. Just go to allform.com slash Bubba. Pick out what you want. And you'll love their prices, too. Uh, this is the stuff you sign high, You find this in high end. I mean, they, they now you're buying it direct, right? The forever warranty right to you. Uh, so allform.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. So uh, anyway, so we mentioned the, the college football deal, and, and Speedy told me something in the break, which I didn't know, that the Big Ten commissioner cancels the football season while his own son plays for Mississippi State that's going to play. Yeah, I mean, Bubba, help it's me. tied in for Mississippi Why State. Why is that son being in such danger? I mean, that's, that, Bubba, help I heard me. that report yesterday. So, I... so when you look at the conferences, and I, I know there's exceptions, when you see ACC, SEC, in Big 12, and then you go over to Pac-12 in Big 10. Now, wait a minute. Tell me one more time. It, the it, Big 10 has 14. The Big 10 has 14. The Big 12 has 10. The Big 12 has 10. The Pac-12 has 12. Correct. Okay. I, I think okay. I'm going to write it. For, for, for today. 12 um, is 12, 10 is 14, and 12 is, is 10. Is 10. That's correct. Well, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. 
And now they're going to tell they're going to try to figure out pandemic. And this right, hey, so, and remember guys, this is an educational institution that's yes. come up with this. Um again, <laughs> again I, I say this. Greg, you got to admit that's pretty good. If it you is. just lay it down and look at the teams <laughs> and where they're located, this almost seems political. It's yeah, like it's like it all the libs said we ain't right. playing football. It's exactly uh, the same thing that you're seeing. Look where you can go to see a football game is the same place you can go to church. <laughs> <laughs> All in the same weekend. Yeah. It really you know? is. It really is. So, not sure we're going to see a spike. I know, but it goes back to what we said before. You, you're going to see a spike when you have more activity. It's just that that, that doesn't mean it's just mean the students showing up. Yeah, I think you're going to see more of a spike. Right, of that. right when you see kickoff, we're going to be in the middle of a spike. Some experts are predicting about thirty percent. But we had one over the summer with everybody getting out to protest Fourth of July, all that stuff. And now it's beginning to, to peak and go down. We're going to see another one when everybody goes back to school. But, you know, it's just, Rick, we were talking about it in the break, and it goes back to what Nick Saban said. We're acting like these players, if we pull them off the field and say no football, they're going to be safe from COVID-19. No. No. Actually, I would say, as he did, their chances go up because of what they're going to be doing, and they're not in a controlled environment. Yeah, I mean, it, I, it, we always hear this. What do they say, Bubba, about the science? I can't remember what it was. Rick, just follow the science, dang it. Is there any scientific proof that you're more susceptible to getting COVID-19 and dying from it if you play football versus just doing anything else? No, because we've going, never uh, – Rick, going to class. Rick, going anybody to the, that says there's a study on it is lying because we've never had that situation before. Right. And and I think you it's what I keep saying over and over again, and, and it seems like it's not even, in my opinion, up for debate. We're gonna have to learn to live with COVID nineteen. It's not going to vanish anytime soon. The death rate and the percentage of death rate is not all that high. Uh the percentage of death rates. Uh it, it's it's and it seems to pretty much there's gonna be exceptions. There's always mm-hmm. exceptions to affect uh, you know, a, a a part of our society that we can identify. Certainly, there's always exceptions, but the problem is, and Bubba, you brought it up when I started talking about you know some of the false positives on the testing. Uh, somebody else brought up and said, "Well, we also have been identifying deaths as COVID that aren't aren't COVID deaths either." Either so that yeah. number's not right. Um, and so, how about your numbers? Right. Hmm. Well, you saw the latest. I saw this. Uh, this was sent out. You know, they tried to uh, uh, label a small child as a COVID death, and now they've done an investigation and found out the child didn't die of COVID. And, and, you know, they try it because they want to escort some small child out and try to make, you know, yeah. whatever. And, and so there's all kinds of propaganda going on. And so the odds of it, though, if you're in a certain category, are not very high at all. But to your point, Bubba, and the other guys, of course you're going to have spikes, but these spikes are tied to we're testing and we're getting a bunch of positive. We're also getting a lot of positives because we're doing more tests than we've ever done. And you're going to have more people who test positive but does that mean that that means we have this many people that are in danger of dying? And and I, I some friends were talking about it. I got a text about it uh, even last night. I agree. I think the approach to football should be real simple. For college football, it should be this. We're playing football. If you don't want to play mm. and you think this is going to put you at, at more danger than normal football puts you in every year with heat and violence and all that, then you don't have to play. We'll we'll give we'll hold that year. We won't count it against your eligibility. Now, if you're a senior, you know we'll give you a fifth year or, mm-hmm. or or another year of eligibility if you want to try it again or you want to go into the pros. That's fine if you think you've done enough. 
Uh, but everybody else is playing football. Nobody's going to make you play, but we're playing. And and then when somebody gets sick, you're out. You know, just like we'd say you're out if you had the flu or you, yeah. had, you had a stomach virus or whatever. You're out. You, we're going to get you the medical care you need, which is one of the points these big-time coaches are making. My goodness, you think these players don't have access to the best medical care in the country? Hmm. You know, so we're going to take care of you. We're going to isolate you, and we're moving on. And I know that's going to present problems with, you know, who's going to play. What, that's fine. It, that's, this is pandemic year. And so you get to the end of it however you can. And, uh, and, and Greg pointed out, and I agree, look, if you're one of the smaller conferences right now and you're playing, you know, we, we know here UAB tested, what, 180-something players. They have no positives. Yeah, 176. Right, and they're they're located in as far as our state in the hot spot of yeah. COVID. Yeah, they're in the biggest it, city we have in the hot spot of the hottest county. Right, and they have you know they were isolating the football stuff. They're mm-hmm. in the county where, as Bubba said, Greg said, you're having the most problems. They don't have one positive test. Now they'll have one at some point, I'm sure. Yeah, but the fact that they're isolated, they seem to be having less positive rate than, than the, the general public than the general public right. where they are where yeah, they're located exactly so mm-hmm. that's the point we're making i do not think that football is putting people to higher risk than anything else and, and it could potentially be a lower risk so um that's not what's going to happen because politics are involved and probably because of all the politics and the liability it's going to be difficult to get this thing to go because everybody's going to want to stop every time somebody gets it like they're doing in major league baseball which i think is a mistake uh, you got to learn to live with it and get to the other side of it. Yeah, and um, and, d- and does it open up like let's say the lit- litigation side of things where you know they're scared of of a kid getting sick and something happen uh, happening under their watch or whatever when they're with them? If if something like that was take to take place, what's to stop former players that were hurt of something else back when they played of opening up lawsuits? You talking about the way they have done? Yeah, yeah. I mean, but I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, you know, you know the CTE thing that's already already happening, but. Hey, I broke my yeah. ankle. I broke my arm. I ruined my shoulder. My back's not the same. You know, I mean, if if you start that, then what's what's to say that all that that's not going to wake them up and go? Well, then I'm going after them now. Yeah, I, I wish we lived in a world I, we don't. Yeah, I, I ended up testing positive to COVID nineteen. Oh, did you play during the pandemic? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I guess so. Did you, did, did you get through it? I did. I felt kind of bad for a couple of days, but I got through it. Okay. Yeah, but I got COVID nineteen. Right. Well, so did a lot of people. Uh, you see numbers in our country. Mm-hmm. A lot of people did. Yeah. Uh, so, but uh, but you played football. Can you prove that that puts you at a higher risk than anything else you would have been doing? Right. No. Might might be a lower risk. We just don't know. We don't have any numbers. We don't have any yeah. science to back it up. It's all speculation. Tyler in Auburn. Tyler, go ahead. All right. Two points there, guys. The the point one. The Big Ten is actually – they're actually still practicing 20 hours a week. The only thing they're not doing is play. Um, point two, if this is really about health, um, is, it, is it more healthy to – which they're not going to play in, in, in January, but can you imagine playing a game in Michigan or Wisconsin in January or February? No, we remember that brilliant idea when we were trying to play a Super Bowl in New York. We remembered why we didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Can you imagine that? Jeremy in Florida. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Uh, Just There's a uh, reporter out of the Big 12 uh, country. Uh, His name is Dean Blevin. It's reporting that uh, Oklahoma and Texas are demanding to play, and if they don't, that uh, they will put in the paperwork to transfer to the 
SEC by 2021. <laughs> that's funny. That's about 45 minutes ago. I hadn't seen that. Oh, yeah, that's we'll have to check that. Yeah, well, we the SEC will take them if they have a large uh, TV audience that they can add to. But back to what we were saying, if you're one of the smaller conferences, you you play. Yeah. You're about to get TV time you ain't never got before. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you play. But if you're a spring sport trying to budget yourself on what you can spend, the travel, and where you go, but you depend on football money, how do you budget yourself? You can't because you don't have any yet. If, if your school's playing in the spring. If football's going to the spring, you just affected all the other spring sports big time. Bubba, Rick, and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Uh, excited to be moving to the Gridiron Men's Conference next weekend, August 21st, 22nd. Michael W. Smith in concert. Charles Billingsley leads worship. Dr. David Jeremiah, Steve Farrar, Josh Rivas, all speaking. I'll be joining these men and honored to speak at the Gridiron Men's Conference in Huntsville this year. First year in Huntsville. And it is on. Go to gridironmen.com to get all your ticket information. August 27th, uh, His Way Recovery Center fundraiser, uh, also in Huntsville, Alabama. I'll be the speaker for that great event, raising money for that great ministry. August 29, Grace Baptist Church, the Sportsman's Banquet, as they implement the manchurch.com's uh, men's discipleship strategy. That'll be coming to Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, that happening on August 29. All those dates in August are available in the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Uh, so, Bub, I didn't see. We looked, We couldn't find the article the guy mentioned that Texas and Oklahoma are threatening that if the Big 12 decides not to play, that they will petition to move to the SEC in 2021. Uh, um, I haven't seen that. He said it was a writer out of Oklahoma. Did he say something? I think so. Now so, we've now, ta- here. Here is something too that I, I'm I'm trying to follow this. This now keep in mind this is very pandemic light. Everything's crazy. Mm-hmm. But uh, Brett McMurphy, uh, there's a story um, in the uh, let's see what is this SB Nation that says the Big Ten had an internal vote. And by 12-2 to 2 margin, league members opted on not having a football season. Nebraska and Iowa were the only schools that voted to play. Uh, and this is coming from the Dan Patrick show, apparently. Um, so I, I don't know. They haven't announced that, right? This not is an internal happen. vote. So I, I don't know if that hasn't become available or that information is incorrect. I know y'all have already done an all-in on, on college football, so I, we won't redo that. But – let me ask you this. Will the SEC, ACC, and Big 12 stick to their guns and, and see it through? Or do you think they'll crumble? Or do you think they'll push it back to give themselves more time and, and reevaluate? <laughs> I mean, where, are y'all, where do y'all land? You know, I remember my all-in was they'll never get started because I think once school starts and you see a spike, they're all going to panic run for the hills. I think you said they're going to start, but they won't finish. <laughs> Correct. So, really, I think just because we've had some schools say not – that they're not going to play already. Yeah, I can claim some victory on that, and I think no matter what happens from now on, Rick's going to claim some victory on that. So, Speedy, it's twenty twenty. Who knows? Who yeah. Knows? I, What's your prediction? We, how about we haven't even discussed? We we didn't even discussed. We already know that the Pac twelve and the Big Ten aren't playing. Okay, that's official. 
What does that mean to the national championship? And and like y'all said earlier, they're, they're moving to the spring. I don't think we. Uh, so, somebody's got to go in the office and work that out. Yeah. Uh, now I know there's been some suggestion that, and Greg, this me, you may have the best point on this. That this year just turns into exhibition football. Yeah. And and the people who can play play. You go to your campuses. You try to have a good time. Try to win your conference. You try to win the conference. You you play your rivals. I don't know how you end up with a champion if if. Like we're we're finished. Okay, well the Pac-12 and Big Ten won't be done till May. I mean, how do you? Well, I Rick, let's yeah. face it. Some of these conferences are not not in the not going to matter anyway. Uh, you'd like to see Ohio State, Michigan be in it, but look, you can only play who who will play. Yeah. So I hate to say it. I don't think it takes away if they're not going to play. It's just it's tough beans on them, you know. And this is going to upset some of my friends, and I apologize for this. If I could trade, I would let the Big Twelve cancel. And I'd put the Big Ten in because I, we know Oklahoma's going to go into the, the Final Four and get waxed. <laughs> and, and oh, somebody. I, I was like, you know, it, it, at, least, at least Ohio State's a contender now. Yeah, uh, I really think that's the only reason they hadn't canceled because they figured, well, if teams are dropping out, we got a better shot. Yeah. And but, to y'all's point, Saturday Down South uh, tweeted this yesterday Is anyone else confused as to why conferences who have a combined uh, one national title in the last 15 years are dictating the fate of college football? No, what I would do if I if I if you just said Rick, you're in charge of of Division One football this year. You're in charge. I would come to the microphone. and I would say anybody that opts out is not in the national championship race this year. You'll play exhibition football in the in, spring. In the spring. Yeah. The, everybody that's in, we're playing for a national championship, and it'll go and in it, the book as a national championship. Yep. There may be a star by it that said, "Hey, some teams didn't play. COVID it's still stars. a national championship." Yeah, and I would say over the, the, these combined two conferences usually only send one team anyway. <laughs> And so it's not really going to make that big a difference. All y'all got is Ohio State anyway. <laughs> yeah. The rest of you not and even. they'll usually yeah. lose a game right at the end of the season mm-hmm. to somebody they had no business losing right. to to screw the whole thing up. We yeah. still won't have the best four teams in there. <laughs> but, uh, but, what, but, you know, I just – I think you, you have to be able to – if you're going to get to the end of the season, however it's set up, you have to weather the storm – of all the people screaming and crying in the streets, oh no, somebody's got COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to be able to just you got to be able to stomach mm-hmm. that because yeah, if it, you don't, you're going to be sad. Because just yeah. because somebody tests positive for COVID nineteen is not the end of the world. And uh, and so that 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 doesn't even it might not impact somebody hardly at all. When yeah. we move from treating like just positive cases to death it's almost like we're yeah. treating them like a death oh no it, i heard this it was discussed uh, at the high school level we've got a high school here close by i mean when i heard that you know they had players in the coach that tested positive they they spoke about these people as if they were surely dead and i was just like wait a minute just because they've tested positive they're gonna be all right right i mean it's uh go ahead and you know and you can't do that like where you go all right this like major league baseball is running into this problem all right, here's a team that's got a problem. Okay, y'all shut down for two weeks. Well, you can't. I mean, we're either going to have to play, and and or not play. Yeah. This this in between just is going to be a disaster. Yeah. Stop, start, start, start. Okay. Oops. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. You you you're, you're sitting there. You're listening. Coming out the top of the break. Okay. College football is like a, they've paused for three additional weeks in the midseason. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. try to pick it up in three weeks. I mean, you're going to have to say we're playing football. Anybody don't want to play, don't play. The rest of us are playing. If you're sick, you don't play. Somebody else get in there. When people get sick, we get you the medical help you need. We keep playing. Mm -hmm. You know, that was said about the Cardinals the other day. I I know they had a a large number of people 
test positive, but why don't you isolate them and bring people up from your minor? Well, league? they Let they do play. have taxi squads mm-hmm. available, but I think when you've got nine or ten players, they're not expecting to to bring up a, a whole crew, well, a I mean, starting lineup. All right, I, but I, that, that's what you got to do I in the COVID that. world. All right, I have I have a text. Hmm? Uh, I have a text. Number, Stand by. Number one, uh, Alabama's already claimed the, the national championship this year. Okay. That's that part of it. There you go. Because they said we'd probably win it anyway. And then they then said the article we're talking about they think was written by Dean Blevins, former okay. OU player. It was a sports guy now, but not don't think it's legit. Just think that was him saying that's what we ought to do. Okay. Yeah, one of those. Yeah. Dan Ble- Dean Blevins. You know, something else that I think helps the NFL with college certain – canceling is now that opens up tv dates for them if they have to make up games true so i'm saying right yeah. hey we can play on saturday now yeah on fox no, yeah you're right 2 30 because hey that's an open date now right because so and so was supposed well, to we're play acting for the like the NF- we're acting like the nfl's not gonna face the same problems i know i right. mean so uh, yeah, he's also he's also got a story rick uh i think this was on twitter where he said if a majority of the Power Five don't play, they need to cancel the season. So right now, the Big 12 is a swing vote because the SEC and the ACC are planning on playing. They're dug in. Well, they usually end up playing for the national championship anyway. Right, right. They'll, we'll have spring football, too. It'll be when we have the national yeah, who, championship. Who doesn't game. want to see Clemson and Alabama play for the, what, eighth time in a row? <laughs> Either in the final four or the final two? So what will the playoff be? The top two out of the SEC and the top two out of the ACC? <laughs> That'd be fine. Better nothing. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussy, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour. 866, we be big as our number. RickandBubba.com is the website. And the gang's all here. No matter what. Welcome back for a brand new hour where there's Bill Bubba Bussy. Rick, glad to be here and thank all of you for sharing a few hours of your precious day with us. These are the days of America. Well, America, she's a, she's a beaut. She is a beaut. The beauty out there. Uh, we'll get some of your phone calls coming up this hour. We've had all the big stories if you're just now joining us. Uh, but now we get into Bubba. There is war at the workplace. Uh, we had a group of co-workers. Are you familiar with the, you know, you hear this sometimes. I remember the first time I heard it, I tilted my head when uh, a, a friend of, of ours said to, to my wife uh, and me, said the following, well, so-and-so, so-and-so, well, you know, we're in a dinner club with them. Right, and right, I, and we were like a what? A dinner club, and and I'm like, what, what the heck is a dinner club? You can tell these people didn't grow up in Calhoun County. I mean, no, that's, did, did you that's know, something did, they had somewhere else. We didn't have dinner clubs. Now right, we might have somebody club. go, hey, y'all go out and get something to eat. All right, we'll see y'all at six. That's it. Y'all want yeah. y'all want to eat something? <laughs> but a dinner club? But did, did you know anybody where we grew up that so says, well, hey, is... we're going down the Rockets. Y'all want a double cheese? Yeah. That's kind of that's a dinner club. <laughs> if you bring up dinner club in Chee Hall Acres, number one, no one knows no. what you're talking. You know what they think that is? They think that's a new thing that's been added to meeting three. All right. Yeah, so right. what number's dinner club? What, what's in that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway. Sounds good. But undoubtedly, there's these people that their whole friendship revolves around a a scheduled, ongoing, reoccurring dinner gathering really yeah and that's their thing 
like you would have a, a card game. Yeah, they kind of like it. the bridge club. Yeah, that kind of thing. So anyway, uh, that was also a weird scenario. It really was. So the the um, this office started. And of course, you know the vegans. Why can't you vegans just? I mean, keep to yourself. Just eat <laughs> lettuce and go out and just keep to yourself. Apparently, apparently, eating a lot of lettuce, Rick, and the lack of meat makes you want to fool with everybody else's business. Well, I heard somebody say that I didn't know this. That the same joke about CrossFit applies to vegans and i did not know this <laughs> I, I learned this just a couple of weeks ago said so you know how you can tell when somebody's a vegan oh they'll tell you yeah you're right you know a, a vegetarian you don't have to worry no, about i don't know it. i'm vegan yeah so anyway so they started a, a a vegan only dinner club within the the you're talking about the great dinner club yeah within the office yeah well of course and it sounds like it would have been us if this is the office we work for some dudes have now done a meat only dinner club okay. and it's caused problems at the office What's the problem? People are upset. The, the the vegans once again, and and if you if you want to have fun, okay, with any of what I would consider, and I'm just going to use a very general statement: the far left, any of those that come from this world where they claim that everybody should be allowed to just live out to its highest extreme, you mm-hmm. just live out you. You, I want to be me. Hey, you be you, but they don't mean that because <laughs> they won't let you be you if you don't be them. Yeah, That's right. and, That's and right. so they don't really believe that. I, I've had they just want to be in charge, guys. It's become like kryptonite. I've done this now two times in a row with somebody I was in a conversation with about our disagreements from a worldview, and they go on to this whole thing where everybody are just be allowed to be themselves. I said, but doesn't that include me? Yeah. And then they just look at you. But no, no, if you mean that, then I should, then I should be able to be I've got to be maximized and me. you got to deal with it. Yeah, and so we might not agree on things, but you can't, you can't say you want to live in a world where you get to be you to the max, but then you limit how I can be me. Amen. So anyway, uh, so the meat lovers said that. They said, well, why can't we have a meat? What's wrong with that? The ve- hey, what's the beef? The vegetarians, and I don't even know what this other thing is. Bubba, somebody Google this. <laughs> P-E-S. Am I writing? Yeah, P-E-S. You said Google it. P-E-S. C-A-T. C-A-T. A-R. A-R. I-A-N. Pescatarian. You don't know how to say that. Anybody know what that is? What is they pes- it's a person who does not eat meat but does eat fish. Okay. I knew it. The pescatarians and the vegetarians and the vegans were all allowed in a dinner club, but the meat eaters were so, not. So I, thought it, I thought it was Presbyterians that live south of the border. <laughs> well, Bubba, as a matter of fact. <laughs> what about what, are they pedestrians? Can I tell you what a pescatarian is? This is a person. <laughs> they walk to church? <laughs> no. This is a person that said God had predestined what they should eat. All right. So, there it is. so anyway, before they so were we, ever born. So you're telling me the fe- vegans and the pescatarians were hanging out, but the meat eaters were not allowed. Vegetarians, pescatarians, and vegans. Okay, but I meat eaters, a vegan eat fish. Meat, uh, they, vegans, know. you know, they won't use any animal products or Something anything. Like that. Stupid. So anyway, they're they're the weirdest of the weird. Okay, they just they just I, directly go yeah, against what I they said. said. Vegetarian's not enough. We'll I can tolerate part. a pe- a pescatarian. Didn't know who it was. Yeah. yeah, I can somewhat go along with a vegetarian. Not really. Can't tolerate a vegan. Got it. Yeah, a, ve- a vegan and I have we have nothing in common. So, the meat eater said, "We're doing a meat only." Dinner club, meaning you can't come in here unless yeah. you eat meat. Okay. Now, what would you call that? If a pescatarian Fun. is a hey, fish Bubba. person, what, what is a meat-only person? Carnivore. Carnivore. <laughs> so anyway, it, it, but, but how about this? It has happened. This was taken to HR at the office as a complaint. We don't like the bully meat people. What were we, they? How were they bullying? Well, they said they, they don't like the talk of meat in a meat-only club. It offends them as vegans, vegetarians, and 
Tell him Presbyterians. to go, to go eat have your salad club, and I shut have up. Well, Greg, it goes back to my original point. It goes back to my original point. They want to be allowed to maximize them and rub their vegetarian crap in everybody's face, but they don't want anybody biting into a steak in front of them. And it's a dinner club, so it didn't have to be there. Yeah, it doesn't even happen at work. To show that common sense, club. to show that common sense still is alive, HR has approved the meat club. Well, thank you. And they said they were offended because they put up a poster and, and sign they got up. A motto. Say, well, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greg. <laughs> it says now, though, that the despite the the despite HR's approval, Greg, you're gonna love this. And this is actually a news story. What's the name from of the Fox club? News. What's the name of the club? Let me see. It, it doesn't say. Greg's got a few names, but it's <laughs> not here. What's I the got motto? a motto, Rick. What's the motto? It's like a war chant, right? But but this is what I don't get. Show me the meat. So now, people, it, it says the, the that problem. That was a commercial. <laughs> Yeah, they don't understand some people, which is completely wrong. Uh, they're saying, and, and I guess this is true. One said the situation could be you could now now this allows for people to do uh, minority only clubs, whites only clubs, hetero only clubs, LGBTQ only clubs. Can I take everybody okay. back to? How I think we, we already have some we, of those. Don't we right? already have some of this? Let's go back to. Let's just, can can we go back to the original deal, guys? We're talking about people's what they eat. I think the meat only people are just trying to be funny. Yeah, the, first yeah. of all, they're okay. but second of all, well, why tr- do you? Why they're do trying you to make fun of the fact that you have your little club, so we're gonna have a club too. Mm-hmm. That's but all. But why do you care if my club is exclusive? So what? You're not. That's nothing you're interested. Never in. have any anyway. Why, why do you want to be a part of it? No, your club's no. exclusive. Yeah, yeah. So, oh my gosh. So at the poster they put up, they they said that, and they don't, I'm looking for the 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 name of their club, and I, I can't seem to find it. Uh, but they had the pictures. They had pictures of of eat of of meat, and they said you all they do in their dinner club is eat burgers and steaks. That's oh, it. I, I, I'd like to join that dinner club. So Rick, I think I already have. Club, dinner, I think unofficially, yeah, I have. I, I think I'm in it. That's true. A dinner club basically is just there's a bunch of people that I go eat with, and we call it dinner. Club. Yeah, why we gotta to be, call it to be sharp? <laughs> why we gotta call it something? I'll tell you yeah, what. Uh, I, I mean, don't you usually end up eating with most anybody that's your friend? I yeah, mean, I, that's true. At some point, we got some friends we go eat with. And you, know, you I, usually you don't, don't eat with people you don't really care for. No, so. no, I've I've had to do that before and it wasn't pleasant. <laughs> so. Todd, I got a question. That, uh, I hate to flash back to this football thing again. But Are you going e- back to that? Again? An emailer has brought up an interesting question because you know all these consequences. You ain't counting the teams again. You up. never know. <laughs> you never know what is is going to the chain reaction of it. And he's brought up, I think, an interesting point because somebody is on Twitter advertising right now. We'll be back. We also have an <laughs> we have an angry Georgia fan that wants to weigh in too. Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Bubba, you did a phenomenal tease going into the break yeah, there. Bubba, so I'll we, tell you what. You, drew, you painted what? a picture. <laughs> I forgot what we were talking about. I, 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 I thought Joe Biden was sitting over there. <laughs> right, so, hey, Joe. So let me ask Seen you this. Kamala? If you – we've got new NCAA rules in place. What do you want to call our meat-only club? Uh, that you can right. transfer. Right. Okay. 
one time right. with no uh, no repercussions, play right away. Right. So are we going to see a mass exodus from Pac-12 teams yeah. and all to yeah. SEC, ACC teams yeah. you would to get played. on the field so they can be eligible what, for the but, NFL draft? Well, for, if for a good team where you can't go to them because they got people. Right. I mean, you ain't going to move well, them. Go to the bad one. Go to the bad one. Start. Possibly. Start in the SEC. Well, but now I think look, but I don't think everybody a, that's good thinks they always are going to be better. But than they the still other haven't team. the portal. And for some reason, like I uh, saw the other day, Tugavaloa, younger one, he yeah. got cleared to be eligible his first year. Of course, they're not playing, but he got no with yeah, They're ACC, yeah. so they yeah. are right. But I'm saying they still don't have it that you're automatically given. Uh, you don't have to sit out. Right. They rule them individually. Yeah. People are trying to give them the pass the rule oh, that you can go one time, and, yeah. and be, they still have to. And there's no consistency at all. On how they do it. Well, to your that, point, though, the, Bubba, if the if it ends up the way it currently is, there will be a there will yes. be a, a movement in the transfer portal. Yes, for I, sure, guys. Could I, be. You can't play football in the spring and then turn around and play it again in the following fall. No. Y'all keep in mind too. A lot of these players come in. School is the last thing on their mind. They don't care anything about it. They want to get to pro. Get to the pros. That's what and, I was. And, uh, Me too, and think about this. Now they've been told, by the way, you're not going to play, but you are going to have to go to class. Yeah, mm. that's tough on a lot of them. Now, if you don't think that won't hit the, push you toward the old transfer portal, you're kidding yourself. <laughs> See you in I got to watch. I wouldn't even plan on going to class anyway. No, you're right. Because the time they found out I wasn't going, a season would be over, and I, I'm already eligible for the draft. Again, <laughs> I, I, w- I, would force, I would force Fauci and, and, the, and all of his yes people Tell me scientifically how playing football puts anybody at a higher risk of COVID nineteen than anything else in society. Peaceful protests, people going to church, people going to Walmart, people going to grocery stores, people going here, people going there. Places are all over our country. I don't know how to break it to y'all. I know we think it's only our part. We think, you, and we all do this. I do it. That your world is is the whole world. Yeah. There's there's already schools that have kids in class and and in countries that have had kids in classes that have had COVID. They've been doing it with no problem. Yeah, and it doesn't mean they don't ever have anything, but they just they deal with. It. You got to learn to live with COVID nineteen. And uh, so, why is football any different than anything else? And I think you can make a case, like we just heard from UAB, that being inside that football bubble and inside the, all the things that provides might be safer. I so even heard the you, Dr. Atlas say that. If you go yeah. to, to Fauci right now, Rick, he's going to say uh, getting in large groups is dangerous. Okay, so somebody's going, well, that's, that's football. It's also the classroom. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you do? It's also a peaceful protest. <laughs> it it's is. also church. <laughs> it is. It is. It's also Sturgis. I think you can make a better case. Yeah, Sturgis. I think you can make a better case that attending – the football games and tailgating and sitting in the stadiums and mobbing up around the gates, getting in and getting out might be something that you might want to think about before actually playing on the team that that, you know, and, and again, outside, I, I think, I don't think outside's that big a deal, but we, now if you get people boxed up into those, you know, how you go into the gates, going into the stadium and everybody's yeah. all standing there in a big mob, that could be problematic. But let me ask you this. Are we seeing a big spike of people that go to pro, peaceful protests? Did they, have they created some I, big spot? I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, have we seen that? L- let me ask you, too, on this, on the football conference. I know it's, it's an unspoken. You can't speak to it. And, and, and it's, you, it's in your email. Um, 
the two Power Five conferences who have already pulled the plug on this, wasn't this also the conferences where the players were demanding mm-hmm. a list of things that are yeah. going to have to be done before we I play? I heard this discussion yesterday, so. yeah. Bubba. And they just said, yeah. no, I don't How think so that? there, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Got a list with demands on it. How about that? How about you sit in the classroom? I heard that that may be part of their play <laughs> because uh, they didn't want to Good deal point. with what all was the coming drama, with that. The yeah. drama queens? Yeah. yeah. And this was an easy well, out you know because they don't think it's going to happen anyway. That's drama queens can head on over to class and sit and not have any football. Yeah. They can say they're going to consider spring. Spring? I don't think spring can happen. This is kick the can down the road. Yeah. We can have more discussions about kicking the NCAA completely out of this. We can figure out how we're going to deal with all these players that are demanding things. Right. It's a perfect year. I've told y'all it's a perfect year to purge these things that we don't like. Mm-hmm. And why not do it? To, and I, uh, that's part of what they're doing. To the phones we go. <laughs> Kim in Macon, Georgia. Kim, go ahead. Hey, y'all. Hey, hey Kim. Grass. Hey, thanks for the call, Kim. Okay, listen. Y'all are totally, totally, totally confused. And I saw the color of that football that Bubba threw in the corner of y'all, and it kind of looked Georgia-like. Mm-hmm, it did. You know. Yeah. Well, it's black. Red. It's black with orange uh, tape on it. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it kind of looked red through my TV, so I'm going to call it red. But you see me hit the target back make... there? You're talking about the dogs. <laughs> see me thread the needle? The dogs. Uh, no, let's don't thread the needle. We're, we're all about the dogs. Uh, <laughs> first off, y'all have got to put the dogs up y'all with Alabama. We said the top two teams out of the SEC. That probably Alabama no, and Georgia. No, no. Somebody said Clemson. Clemson. No, that was top. T- that, Clemson's not in the SEC. No, we're just saying the top two teams in the country that have played for the national championship no, no. more the last few I, years than any other two teams. Right. But see, that's just a fact. Want, hmm? What we want is Alabama and Georgia. Well, we've had that. We've Saban had that. Who knows what he's talking about? Then you got Kirby, who was under Saban. And Kirby knows what he's talking about. That's a matchup. Well, we've that's had a, that. That's well, well, Georgia, we've Georgia, had that Georgia has had their chance <laughs> twice against Alabama, and frankly, one time should have beat them and kind of fumbled it. That's some freshman mistakes. If he'd have let, if he'd have let Fromm go, Fromm would have took it all the way, and y'all know it. Y'all know Look, Saban's taking, taking. Now, Fromm, he's the one that went behind the draft twice. <laughs> I mean, right now, Saban, Saban is the dog's daddy right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good point, okay. right? Okay. It's, no, it's no, like no. that cartoon. We, we need, a, we need a rematch. Uh, well, we you've, had, a you've rematch. had one. But we need another one. <laughs> well, we need another one where Georgia comes up on top. And another one. Okay. No, and another I understand. One. That, makes, that makes Kirby. Look, I, I, Kirby's his daddy. If jo- if, well, <laughs> no. Oh, but boy. you got to win it yeah. first. you got to actually win the game. But the – I will win Wait, hey, next time we No, get you've it. had a great record against Auburn. I'll say that. Oh, yeah. That's that's true. Then oh, Auburn. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, of course, then Auburn's well, done right. something we, to Alabama y'all can't do, though. But, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, last, last three out of y'all five. I don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into that. Seems like you could pull that off once. But, <laughs> right. anyway. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even Mal's on can beat him every now. Show, man. Okay. Thank you very oh, much. That's right. I appreciate it. All right. Y'all have a good day. You too. We're just having fun. Sure. <laughs> Look, we got to do something. I it's, love football we, fans. I thought we were listening to Feinbaum for a minute. Are <laughs> <laughs> so, we kidding? There's not many games. No, sure. not a one. Not, 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 not going to kick no. one off. No, nope. no. And we're not all going to be mad and put, go protest in the street because there's nothing else to Rick, do. Rick, get your Saturday calendar out. You're free, baby. That's right. Fishing <laughs> just got better. Let me tell you who's going to win. Who's this going to be it. good for? Uh, Dan Moultrie and the people that sell outdoor products. <laughs> yeah, because they're going to yeah. be covered up with people going to the woods because there ain't nothing else to do. I'm all, but you know what? That ain't a bad Not consolation a bad prize. Sometimes I'd rather be hunting and watching a ball game anyway. Yeah. yeah. 
Hmm. Not every weekend, but sometimes. Yeah. I was really hoping football would start so we get some of these bass well, boats about, off the river. I mean, you know, pitch, you, you know. <laughs> I'm serious business. Yeah, I know. No, we're running out of fish because too many people are fishing. <laughs> I know. You're right. Cause, boy, uh, they're out there now. Yeah. But what I'm talking about, Bubba, if somebody walked in and said, all right, you're not going to any ball games. You're like, ah, but we are going to go hunting and fishing. Well, that ain't too bad. You got to look for the silver lining. Yeah. Find the silver lining wherever it is. But now what are we watching between the hunts on the TV? I uh, guess Outdoor Channel, I guess. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah. There's a lot of good hunting and fishing shows. There's a bunch of them. Yes. We'll take your phone calls when we come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. 30 seconds of pop. An official phone troll right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Five minutes past the hour. Directly assistance, every quote two on two. You say, hey, Emma, this is Mr. Riverman Blue. Somebody say, he said hello and put me on. HelloFresh.com teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. How would you like every meal that you need this week? And you pick from 22 chef curated recipes every week, and they're all delish. And you said, this week we'll have this, and then here comes the HelloFresh in the mail. Get out the individual bags. All the ingredients you need to prepare the meals that you selected on the on the table in about twenty minutes. Uh, grocery store, no, thank you. A savings of forty percent, thank you very much. Uh, food waste down about twenty five percent because they're putting in exactly what you needed for your 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 meals and your family. HelloFresh.com, Use the code Bubba. We get you eighty dollars off plus free shipping on the first order. Uh, go to RickandBubba.com. You'll find a link as well. HelloFresh.com, America's number one. A uh, meal kit, and it is delicious. Man, these things are good. So uh, take advantage of that today. All right, where do we start? Uh, let's, where do we go? Where do we go? Where uh, we're going to give it a look? Let's uh, let's go to Jonathan Jackson, Alabama. 90, Jonathan, ninety four point five. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say this might be a good time to try the eighteen playoffs, and since ain't nobody else going to be playing, they could save the games for the different playoffs week two weeks apart. Good idea. Give some time to. It's a great idea. Yeah, I think right now That's if, a great the, idea. if the SEC and the ACC wants to get control of college football and be the driving force, they can do it right now. They can vote and do whatever they want to do outside the NCAA and then when we all get over this eventually, be the driving force to keep doing it that way. Yeah, I would love I love his idea. Let's say the Big Twelve let's say the Big Twelve stays. Yep. You take Big Twelve, SEC, ACC, give me top eight teams. And then those eight teams play a playoff, and we get to the national champion. We're done. Mm-hmm. That'd be great because they're only playing ten game season. Give me. Let's see. You got three. So uh, let's do this, Rick. Let's let's get the three conference champions. However, they get that. Mm-hmm. So you're guaranteed that. Uh, and then let's take uh, five wild cards. Mm-hmm. That everybody conference champions. You're in. Yeah, you you get automatic bid. The next five is. Kind of a wild card selection. We take the five best teams we think, and yep. you let them play, and you let uh, you try to fix it so you don't have your own conference playing again in the first round of the playoffs. You yeah. know, you split them up. Yeah, you, and you give you might even give uh, you may even come up with a way to give the champions a bye week. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's a good idea. Uh, JC Nashville. JC, go ahead. JC. Yeah. 
Yeah, what about this? I mean, y'all not thinking about the bowl games. I mean, it's going to be oh, covered man. up with ACC, ACC. Yeah, well, who cares? Well, I mean, Fr- I'm canceling all the bowl games. Bowls ain't games. I'm, I'm canceling every bowl game. We're doing an 18 playoff. We don't care about the bowls. None of us care about them anyway. Well, no, Rick, let me tell you, this might be a great time that all of the playoff games go into the quote-unquote bowl games. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. You know, it'll help. Bandy might actually have a chance this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, you may play one team may play in three bowls. See, yeah, as God. they work their if way. You, yeah, that would help the bowls out. Say y'all are the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. and see, for, in other words. Set the mold for the way it should be when it's all over. Let's, We're going to have to put them in the bubble for the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Everybody can go with the bubble. That's fine with me. Well, just call it whatever. Whatever. Don't anonymous. What about anonymous? Anonymous. Hey, what's going on, boys? Hey, come on. Let's go. Let's tee it up. <laughs> uh, so I, I play up in the SEC. Uh, didn't want to give my name, but for all the conversations we've been having with the coaches and whatnot, it sounds like we're trying to get in touch with uh, in touch with – all the presidents from uh, the SEC office in Birmingham, and they they trying to push it push through the play. So it sounds like we're gonna try to be playing anyway. Okay. But worst kind of worse, the SEC, from what we understand from our coach, SEC said we're gonna be the last thing standing anyway. We're gonna play. Yeah. So let me no ask you: No matter what, as, as you being an athlete, you playing for one of the teams in the conference <laughs> that says we'll have to be forced not to play. We're gonna play. Mm-hmm. Is that okay with you as a player? Yeah, I mean, we want to play. We, yeah, we, the way we've been practicing, the way we've been working out, volunteering and whatnot, it's been. I mean, it, it's, it's just as safe as all the other students being in town. Just walking around town. We, I mean, we're gonna get something from them anyway. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if we inside that bubble and we we practicing and doing what the coach asks us to do, then we, I mean, we ain't gonna have nothing to worry about. Hey, I, let me ask you this too: What about uh, play uh, players who have come down and tested positive now? Uh, on your team or other teams, are you hearing? Is that is is that a large number, or a small number? What what are you hearing? On, on my team, it's not it's not a large number. I mean, we had we had some positive cases, but we we had had where they uh we we they they quarantine. I mean, we got we got a dorm set aside just for that, and so yeah, it the seems like you, coming down with it. yeah, it seems like you guys are in a position like everybody wishes they were in. If you test positive, you have immediate access to the health care and the treatment that you need. Now, are, they, are you taking your classes online or going to take them online? Yeah, uh, they, they gave us the option, um, but uh, mo- most, of the, most, of the team going, most of the team say we, we'll do it online because, I mean, we, my, my thing is I, I would rather stay in the bubble with the team sure. and get out among the rest of the student population because, I mean, they're having parties and going out and everything else, <laughs> and I, I, I can't control where they go, and if I show up with them, I don't know who got what. You know? Yeah, well, your mama sure. don't want you there anyway. She's, <laughs> glad, she's glad to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, that that's kind of what – That's why I'm anonymous because mama don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to get mama down there. No. Uh, so, nah. so, anyway, that's kind of what we were thinking. So, it's good for you to give us a look inside. I appreciate you doing that, and, uh, and thanks for the call. Yeah, and be safe. Yes. I appreciate it. God bless you guys. You yeah, too, you man. Too. Good luck. So, uh, so that's kind of what we were thinking. He yeah, said that is the life we're situation. living. We're in, we're in a good. You're going to actually put us maybe at more risk to get us out of this bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to uh, Chris in Pensacola. Chris, go ahead. Thirty seconds. Morning, Biggins. How's it going? Fired ready. up, ready. Uh, I know this is a sad day for a certain individual on the show, 
We have not heard from Bucky Beaver because of his precious O-State Beavers are not going to be playing oh, this year. Tough day for Bucky. Oh, nice. tough, <laughs> tough day for Bucky. Yeah. Yeah, we may hear from him sometime uh, I here bet in the near future. To comment on By it. the way, we got clarification also in the break. Uh, Tug of Aloha's brother will not be able to play. He's at Maryland. Yeah, they're out. Right. They're out. They're out of there. Yeah. I don't know what conference weird teams like that are in. Greg. I mean, you look at their Sanders. Helmet. Look at their helmet, Rick. My goodness. Sanders is in Huntsville. Hey, Sanders, what's going on, bud? Good. How you doing? Been listening to you since about '95. Enjoy the show. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hey, back in '83, Rick, you were in a breakfast, a lunch, and a supper club at Troy State on scholarship. Yes, I, I was. was. Up in Florence. Yeah, I was up in Florence on the same deal. Yeah, do you remember those days? Uh, Speedy said you were talking about this in the break. Um, I don't recall us ever having a say in anything do you <laughs> no, sir. no no sir. we uh we jarred we jumped and we stepped and we marched exactly like they told us to and there wasn't anything about any kind of athletic student athlete committee or nothing no no it was uh, good to hear from you man it's uh i remember like i said a thousand times you wore the number they gave you mm-hmm. you ate when they told you to eat you worked out when they said work out you practiced when they said to practice uh, you played when they put you in the game uh, and you really kind of kept your mouth shut because you wanted to live, <laughs> and you were terrified of your coaches in a good way. Uh, and they and they 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 turned you into men. Uh, let's go to uh, Dennis in Georgia. Dennis, thirty seconds. Go ahead. Hey guys, I just wanted to pass on that even in high school football this year, uh, player Jake Garcia out of uh, Alhambra in California is transferring to Valdosta to play for Russ Prost. Because his school is not going to play fall football, it's going to play spring football in California. Oh, I see. And he's committed to USC. And well, Russ can uh, find him, can he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Russ go all in California. <laughs> Russ has got a kid transferred from California. Hey, Rick, probably top recruiting. Yeah, Valdosta, Georgia. Hey, if y'all, don't, y'all, y'all ain't going to play in California. In Valdosta, Georgia, we're playing. So you want to come here? Yeah, I'll come there. Boy, That's going to be hot. It's going to be Oh, he don't know what that is. Oh, my ain't. goodness. Seriously. We may, we may find – I mean, seriously, somewhere somebody said that Satan himself walked through Valdosta and said, hey, it's hot. <laughs> the um, – uh, let's see if we can find them, can yeah. mm-hmm. Uh, Chuck, Cincinnati. Chuck, thanks for calling, buddy. How are you? I'm good, guys. How are you all doing? Fa- fantastic. Hey, I've got an Alexa, okay? Mm-hmm. And I tried to get it to say everything the other night, and the only thing that thing will answer, and I'm not making this up, it will only say Roll Tide back to me. Roll Tide. I can't get it to say Go Bucks. I can't get it to say Hook em Horns, but I say Roll Tide. She answers Roll Tide every time. Well, if you're going to put together some kind of little voice box, mm-hmm. and it's going to have a saying. It's going to say rotate. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if anybody else has tried that, but I kept trying different teams. I said OH, and it wouldn't do I. Well, I think it's because it's a Google product, and they program them to say Roll Tide because the Apple products say War Eagle. <laughs> it may be. Rotate. <laughs> do you remember when the best commercials was the various ways to say Roll Tide and all oh, the different things yeah. that were happening? Uh-huh. The weddings. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I, t- I tell Bubba, and I know I'm wearing this out, this new progressive thing about the guy that so just because you buy a house doesn't mean you have to act like your parents. That no, is funny. funny. That whole series. And training. look, let me tell you, they can be. So, they've had some great ones, and there's so many good ones they can have. I saw the new one where the guy is standing behind a person trying to back out of their parking spot. He runs up and grabs a whoa now. Did he ask you any help? <laughs> he, he's back going, come on back. You got to turn right here. He's like, oh, did he ask you to ask him? No, he didn't. All right, come with me. Because <laughs> that's what your dad does. <laughs> tell you what, you want a really good uh, uh, clean rush. Did he ask you for you? Did he ask you? <laughs> no, he didn't. That's all so good. And then, of course, the great submarine book. Sure.
who reads books about submarines? My dad. Let me have it. <laughs> Did he ask you for help backing up? <laughs> so we'll come back. Your phone calls and anything else we forgot to cover. 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So we're back uh, nine minutes to the top of the hour. We're still moving through phone calls. You can get in right now to wrap the hour up. Don't forget Wednesday Bible study happening today, noon central time, live on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel, archived soon after to the YouTube channel and the podcast channel. Links provided on all of our social media platforms. If you want to go back and pick up uh, maybe uh, sessions that you missed in the Wednesday Bible study, those archives audio only can be found at BurgessMinistries.com by clicking on listen. Today we finish up... uh, this uh, really provocative um, uh, curriculum that we've done through the book of the Unsaved Christian by Pastor Dean and Sarah out of Tallahassee, Florida, and it has really generated a lot of great discussion. So we'll wrap that up today. Would anybody like to buy Sylvester Stallone's uh, Stretch Cadillac Escalade? You know I'm not. I, I, I know you won't, Speedy. Wow. Greg, we, I can get it for you for 350G. Oh, yeah. This might be that? a better question. Why is he selling it? Is his partying days over? Uh, you know, he said he, just, he, nice. he said his purpose for selling it is he no longer needs it. Mm-hmm. Wow! So, uh, boy, nice. have you seen how? But it's it's, it's, it's nice. Boy, it's nice, Bo. It's <laughs> got all the little. You may have the pictures over there. I mean, it's nice. Yeah, yeah you do. I, I don't know this. I don't know that it's three hundred fifty thousand no, dollars nice. But it, well, that's because yeah, it belonged to. Right? But it's uh, yeah, but it, boy, it's nice. What if your car was more than your house? That's a lot of car there. Yeah, that, that you gotta. Well, you know what? For him, that's not the case. No, no, you it's, know, not. But yeah, it's not. I, I get no, it, but. but it's all relative. Yeah, yeah you're right. It is. Yeah. It really is. So to the phones we go. Hello, phones. Let's go to Trey in Durango, Colorado. Trey, welcome to the program, buddy. Good morning, guys. How are you guys doing? We're fantastic. Great. How's Colorado today? Oh, uh, it's sunny and beautiful. About to be ninety-five degrees and no humidity. Ooh. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to let you guys know, I know last week you guys were talking about how uh, smoking cannabis is bad for your heart, and I know you guys are, uh, you know, heart-healthy individuals. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, that's what we promote. Uh, that's us. <laughs> yeah. So I wanted to let you know, in Colorado, we have uh, some marijuana-infused ice cream, if you guys ever want to try it. Doesn't that That'd be the way yeah. to do it if you had to do it. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Marijuana-infused ice cream, doesn't that almost seem redundant? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, ice cream I, already makes me feel pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah. almost like you've, it's, it's like, you know, you, you've crammed things together. It's like you've skipped a step. Yeah, yeah you're going to uh, be eating ice cream right. at some point anyway. Yeah, I mean, at some point we're eating ice cream in this situation, no matter what. Just no headache. Yeah, uh, but don't eat, don't, eat, don't eat the whole gallon, though. Oh, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Hey, let me ask you this. So what's what your, are they, two serving size in them buckets? <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your, uh, what's your story with the show? How, how did you find the show? Uh, well, Blaze TV, and I'm a huge Bama fan. Are you uh, really? Oh, you're really tagged? Yeah, roll tide. Really even tied. as uh, – Francioni days. So. Oh, oh, wow, that is a fan. Be a fan. <laughs> that, that, you went through that spring yeah. training with Mike Price. <laughs> yeah. That's when I learned what a strip club was, yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, uh, let me let, let, try this. No, he was rolling. I'll be honest with you, I didn't really like your roll tide. Say it again. <laughs> roll tide. Try, no, say that. I'm working t- on it. You're tied at the you end. Got, you got too much. It's too on much the Colorado end. in there. Uh, yeah. It's too much Colorado. Listen, more in the beginning. Say it like this Roll tide. Roll Tide. Better. Better. Yeah. Much, Much better. better. Much better. Now, now this one. Roll Tide. 
Uh, I can't compete with Dickie. <laughs> Rotate. <laughs> there you go, Trey. Good you job. really hit that D in time. Yeah, you got to say Tad. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if you can make the D almost sound like it has A H after it and not, you know, not E, yeah. Rotate. Rotate. That's good, Trey. Thanks for calling, man. Appreciate you watching right, the show. Guys. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, man. Thanks. Uh, Clearly look, going to burn. I love what he said. I know how, hey. uh, Greg, I, I know how hard health conscious you are. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the show. What an example Greg, of hard health. Rick, you talking about promoting heart health? And you sound, Rick, it sounds just like a Suzuki. That's what I like. Greg, marijuana's not going to get me. <laughs> that is funny. That is this funny. Let's go over. Hey, look, now watch this marijuana. That's bad for Greg, he's darn, he's darn, Greg, he's darn drug people. <laughs> Give me some bacon. Pass the bacon, please. Oh, my goodness. Let's go to Willie. <laughs> Uh, wow. Willie, Willie in Huntsville. Willie Nilly. Didn't know if you heard about Kamala Harris today. Willie, go ahead. Well, hey, uh, you know, it would have been hard if, when Biden answered that question if the, uh, he didn't want the Department of Education uh, to go and bust it. He wanted it on the local level. Well, he voted for the Department of Education, but it was 11 years later in 1979. There was no Department of Education when he said that. Gosh, I didn't even know that. I didn't even pick up on that. He, he he's got so many lies you can't even follow them all. Yeah. No, and, and the other thing I'm wondering is if, is Trump going to call her uh, Kamala, the Ugandan senator? I, I didn't. Well, you remember the, the wrestler Kamala who died last week? Oh, oh I saw that. Wow. I never heard of that. I didn't remember yeah, that. Oh, Kamala, but I saw the picture. Oh, I remember Kamala. I don't. I don't remember that one. He was supposed to be from the deep in the jungles and all. And they, they supposedly come out and he he was like a. Uh, Cannibal, I guess. I don't know if he's eating people, but anyway, I don't remember that. You remember the great Kamala? I don't. I don't yeah. remember that character. Well, I'm out of the loop. Too. I think I'd left wrestling at that time. Yeah. Did you see with Mister Rundin John? Do you know we did that? Does that help? I think you? I played golf during those years. I don't remember that at all. There's Kamala. Do y'all remember you guy? We did, we just let it go by too. We let it go by. What? And it's now been uh, I think a few months ago. Mister Wrestling number two died. I saw that, yeah. and we just let it go by. <laughs> I had people text me, "Is your dad okay?" <laughs> yeah, because there was always yeah, a rumor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to blame uh, it on COVID again. Let's go to Destin, Florida, where Thank Dave you. is standing by. Dave, go ahead. Hey, guys. Uh, I don't know if y'all heard Andy Andrews' uh, commentary a uh, few months back on uh, America facing this pandemic and how we have faced so much stuff over the years, and we also we always persevere, uh, whether it be polio or whatever. Uh, when is America going to rise up and just tough this out? You know, it's almost like you've got folks who are just at this point wanting us to roll over and let this this pandemic be the thing that takes us down. I mean, where are where is that American drive in us that you know that we're superior? We're going to stand up, and this is going to be something that we're going to get through, and we're going to overcome like we always do. Well, I think that ship sailed out of here though long, and now this is just all this is is revealing what had already taken place, and I think we've lost. Yeah, we can't even see the sails anymore. Yeah, I, that yeah, and maybe you know there'll be you'll see that, but this 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 the way we are now about everything. I mean, as, as I've said, this is not new. We've said it, and it needs to be said again. I had an opportunity to say it last night in, at an event. Is that we are we have it completely backward. We are terrified of the things we should not be terrified of, but we do not fear the one thing that we should, and that's God. Hmm. We have no fear of God, but we're terrified of everything else, mm-hmm. and we have that completely backward. 
Uh, let's go to Nathan in Jackson, Alabama. Nathan, uh, listening ninety four five. Go ahead. Hey guys, listen. So, changing brakes. Thank you. Um, uh, um, just want to let y'all know, um, y'all really helped me through tough time trying to get a job after this pandemic. Oh yeah, man. It's really hard to find one in my field. I'm a machinist. And- it's hard to find one right now. Have you landed yet? Still okay. working on it. Are you still working on it? Got one going right now. All right. Good deal. Right. Nathan, boy, man. Nathan. I'm, glad the show, right I'm glad the show was there to kind of walk you to that point, man. Well done. And that's the way to, to not to be knocked down. There's somebody stood back up. There kept you going. go. Thank you, Nathan. Glad that worked out for you. And glad Thank the show you, man, could, could help you get there. Yep. Hey, thanks for being with us this hour. If you're leaving us, have a great day. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.